What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Today. What can we stop doing? Stop snapping, and it's reversal day. Brad's got the headband. I've got the hat. We're going to be grading every card in series three, leaving all the hot takes on the table. We are brutally honest here. We also have Corvus <laughs> and then his lover Proxima Midnight coming out, the heralded ship uh, that I think has had some very shocking developments. Brad, hot takes on Corvus. We're two days in. Uh, the hot take I have is that I was right for the Ooh, last two months. That is a hot take. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm I'm usually wrong. Uh, so I've been saying for the last two months since this got spoiled or data mined that yeah, Corvus yeah. is going to be a card that I'm like is going to be horrible. Oh, okay, it's going to be bad. It's gonna it's it's reminding me of Black Knight in the sense of okay, you don't want to put this in the traditional you know apoc swarm type no, of show, right? That didn't really it's work not, for me. It's not bad, but there are things you want to be doing other than Corvus, and the extra energy yeah. doesn't really do anything. It's like, why is it... Yeah. You don't see X-23 play in that deck, for instance. Right. And I was saying, Electro Ramp with Sandman. Seems like a perfect shell, and you just slot in Hella as one of your top uh, six drops, and that's right. what's come to fruition exactly as I said. It's so I will give man. myself a pat on the back. Just Turns I, out... I have two things under my belt. Yeah. Jeff is really fucking good. I don't know. When... Yeah, I, I'll stand by that. Thumbs up for me, baby. Um, Jeff is really fucking good, and uh, this belongs in ramp. Uh, so yeah, I, I got those two. Really yeah. solid in ramp. I was wanting them to be good in Thanos as well, a deck that just wouldn't care about cards getting discarded, but it, it never felt as good as like other play patterns in Thanos. Mm -hmm. right. um, so I actually did have success in my oddball Loki Helicarrier deck, and I had success through the... Quinjet Corvus Helicarrier play, not just winning through Loki, which is very fun to be able to see that have a chance. Um, we'll see if any effort goes into refining that. It's hard to imagine that happens when Hella is so good. Hella is so efficient right now. She's crazy. I ran Proving Grounds to through gold. I won gold. I got a infinite ticket with not even the current full Hella ramp last deck. It was like just more hella black knight and that works really well too so it's like right corvus is great and yeah here's the the wild ahead. part is that i don't think proxima makes the current corvus decks better well i think you're right if you're specifically talking about ramp and yeah. things that want to leverage hella type of stuff i absolutely yeah. agree with you on that however one deck i've had a little bit of success with has been hand buff that's okay. focusing on like swarm attack, and I'm actually running Wolverine and X23 in that list. Proxima would probably replace X23, I would imagine. Uh, yeah. But it's just like yeah, I imagine. fill your hand with stuff that you actually am, you're actively happy about discarding. Um, right. And uh, Proxima Wolverine would kind of fit that kind of shell. And then that's you have just so um, high tempo. It's great. Right. And then you have uh, I have Collector in there to go alongside with um, like uh, some Helicarrier shenanigans and stuff. Okay. Uh, some gambit. Okay. So like, it's run, a fun deck. Oh, and Nikia. Do you run Eliath? Are you like actually high enough tempo to Eliath? I haven't tried it yet. Okay. I haven't tried it. I, I've been I've been messing around with, the t with. I'm just trying to find twelve cards that like fit the idea, and then I'm trying to trim from there. I haven't gotten to the step of refining the list yet. I'm just trying to identify what the best things are for it. What's, and the base what's the, idea has been okay. 
what's the win condition? Is it Wong Gambit or is it really just like you're a little bit more efficient than the opponent? I think it's like a little tempo-y in that okay. sense. Um, you have Dakin in there as well. Dakin, Silver Sam as another option. Uh, Blade. Uh, you have Nakia to buff your hands and get multiple swarms going kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's like the idea. And uh, I had Okoye in there at one point, cut Okoye, um, felt a little bit like not impactful enough. Like when you hit Swarm, you felt super happy. But if you don't right. hit Swarm, you're like, I don't care, really? Yeah. Um, it's a it's a weird deck to figure out. It's one that you don't want either. Uh, you don't want APOC in it. You don't want um, your Dracula. You don't want MODOK. It's, it's very tempo-y. But I think Prox no, will but... make that an actual possible deck. Do you really not want Modok? What if you got Modok in there? I don't know. Okay, well, I've tried Modok in, in, in the past with a different version of this before Corvus came out. Yeah. And um, it was fine, but it, it made me want to run uh, like APOC and stuff. I don't know. Um, but I mean, if you've got like, I mean, imagine the future here, right? Is you've got Proxima, Wolverine, Helicarrier, and a Dakin Blade. You Modoc and a swarm. Right. You Modoc on that, and you're like, I'm living good. Right? Yeah. Uh again, it, it's it's a tough 12 to figure out because you have to like have enough stuff in there to like you know enable your your Corvus and your your yes. Modoc and stuff. So but at the end of the day, a 5-8 is a 5-8. Is it and just that could just be enough? Yeah. Can you copy um Destroy's homework? And say that you need this many cards that want to be destroyed and this many cards that will destroy, but flip it to this many cards that want to be discarded and this many cards that want to discard. That's a great way to look at it, yeah. Because uh, Destroy does four four attack cards, and then you have X-23, um, Wolverine, and Deadpool. So three priority targets, and then you run... Two big payoff cards in death and null, and you run two like buff cards to facilitate. And so you kind of have the two hand buff cards. You got the three targets, or the, the yeah, the three targets and then like four right. attack cards or something. The deck just, ne- I mean, I was talking about this earlier. Um, we were talking about in uh, when I was streaming this morning or today in general, uh, talking about uh, destroy and how good it yeah. is right now. So good, and the reason it's so good is simply because of uh, I think in a large part it just has so many locations that are just good for them, and very few, if not really any, I would argue that are bad. Like even Wakanda right. and uh, Nowhere, which are locations that you would think are just really bad for destroy, it's super easy just to not play your cards there, destroy elsewhere, and then put your big stuff like Death, your big Deadpool when it gets big uh, when it gets to like you know sixteen and up, um, and uh, and null behind those type of locations just to protect them and guarantee you a large power up at the end. And then on the flip side, you have quite literally every uncommon and common rarity location and pretty much every rare location are just good for them, like way more than anyone else. And that's my biggest problem. And then we went on and say, well, let's look, uh, someone was saying ways to fix it. The way I'm getting to that is, uh, they should reduce Deadpool and stuff like that. They don't like the fact that Deadpool doubles. They thought any card that doubles is, is stupid. They feel the same way about wow. um, what's it, what's her name. They think Dagger at three is also too much. I pulled up Dagger's uh, win rate by the way. It's like forty eight percent, and it's a uh-huh. negative cube is rating. Like so. Move, 
Move needs like everybody to get well, lifted, you know. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. Imagine if Move had a card that just said, because um, it has Human Torch as well, right? That also yeah. doubles, just like yeah. uh, Deadpool. Imagine if it had a card like Null that just said, every time you move a card, this card ha- gains that card's power. So instead of destroying like every why not? Card, that should have been Hercules. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just a six zero, literally yeah. null, but for move right. power. Why not? I mean, why not? I think it would still be a not an amazing arc archetype, but it's it would be a huge finisher for them. That's yeah, it'd not be named fun. Heimdall. If Heimdall became a five cost, especially, which I keep crying about, but uh, yeah, destroy is just off the chain right now. You can go at it a couple different ways. You could increase the cost of almost every single one of the cards that cause destructions just to slow down combos. Um, You could reduce powers across the board. I don't think I would take away the Wolverine scaling or the Deadpool scaling. Um, Because the other aspect of that deck is it's incredibly vulnerable to almost any kind of control. And then if it tries to run protection for itself, its combos are almost too inconsistent to be you know at the same power level it is right now so part of it is just the community is letting them get away with murder <laughs> and they're That's not running shadow king they're not running the stuff that'll be able to, to bite i them. will say though i do have a potential nerf that i've thought about for a, a couple seasons now and i don't know why they don't do it yeah for uh destroy but it wouldn't like sp- it's not like the ban hammer where it just says this deck doesn't exist anymore. These are very, they're two subtle changes. They're the yep. same thing, but for death and for null, just make it that the only things that affect their stats, death's cost reduction and null's power increase is things that you've destroyed on your side. That's it. Yeah. So you have to be the one to destroy them and they have to be on your side, which means uh, what's it called uh, Killmonger uh, on a squ- uh, uh, Central Park doesn't just right. reduce death by six off rip or Make it free immediately it's crazy yeah or when you have um, the the cave or the mines and you get the yep. rocks death is immediately free off off rip she reduces by four that's still insane a great high roll for you but so here's the thing I right. like death being that way not reciprocal I actually love null playing off of enemy cards being destroyed. What if could null gain half they for can't your half destroys, but they can't full do half for enemy they, destroys? They would never, they will never ever, because remember, Glenn's even said they considered it at one point and they said they'll never do it because it's just too complicated. To math out? Yeah, it's it, it takes away from the... It's um, inelegant? The, that's also fair, yeah. Um, okay. It just... It, I you definitely wish they had it right that you wish that they had these half point because like sometimes uh, a full point off of um whatever of a card for its power is too much but then like yep. a half point might be that sweet spot like imagine That's the other deadpool, thing is deadpool was a half starting point. at point five. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah, like, it just goes to you one you can't start him at zero but yeah right well Back to the drawing board. And I'm sure, I mean, they have other levers, like we've talked about, of the cost and power level of anything in the middle of their play pattern. Anything that breaks up some of these combos will make it harder. I mean, heck, you could even move Wolverine up to three, you know, play around with some I different options here. I hate it. You could um, also move Venom. I know they proposed four, but hear me out, a Venom on five cost, that makes it a lot harder, but it could make him, you know, this huge payoff still for the deck. I'm not sure. 
someone in my chat this morning also said Deadpool to two, make him a two, two that does that. And I'm just like, well, I mean, okay, hear me out. This might segregate Deadpool and Null into their own decks. Like they were originally before X 23. Cause remember how that's how it used to be before X 23, you had Deadpool decks and you had Null decks Right. and Deadpool at two, unless you plan on running magic, would make it so that you can't run both of them together because you can never null and Deadpool on six anymore or on, unless you have a, a turn seven. Um, yeah. But Deadpool at two still lets you go forge into Deadpool, into, uh, you know, Deathlock, into Deadpool about... Carnage, into Deadpool Venom on five. That's still perfectly fine. That's that's a um, as a two, two, that's four, eight. Uh, I guess you can make him a two, one and then go three, six, uh, 12 24 that's still a 24 power deadpool in that same line oh, sure yeah no that's still he can be anything that doubles and it can be played early in the game is really really good right. what about death minimum one okay she can't be zero or minimum two i mean would something like that where you know that that's but then we get the, we we end up crossing that threshold of like inelegancy sure you know? but i'm just thinking of like what's the worst thing they do to you and that's null, Deadpool, death, all on the same turn. Correct. Yeah. And I so, agree. what is the most elegant way to break up that trifecta? X twenty three a two cost, Wolverine a three cost. Yeah, that might do it too. Yeah, just move your two other enablers up a bit. Yep. Slow it all down. Yeah. Um, makes it way harder to weave it in, and then remove maybe, Hulkbuster um, from the game. And maybe you give X twenty three a little bit of a discard buff. Right where she oh, sure. regenerates back to hand uh, when you discard her. That's really interesting. Be a complicated card, but I might be here for it. Because that, because that, actually, I mean, look, it, that, that's what's keeping her from being used in discard. You can't repeatedly use her over and over again. Right, you're like, oh, I got my one energy that I didn't care about. But I right. mean, the main thing is he just got tempo on the board. And there's not yet a full, like, discard, destroy, hybrid list. And it would be that would make uh, the Wong Gambit stuff way better. <laughs> yeah, if you had X-23 bouncing back and forth. Because now you have the you rule three hold... again. You have Swarm, APOC, yeah. and X-23 is your regen cards to your hand that you can keep hitting with, uh, right. with your guy. Unfortunately, I think that Wong Gambit deck is so toxic, I don't necessarily want to enable it, but... <laughs> True, but you know, Gambit's only frustrating when it hits a. Can can we just make Gambit discard a card, destroy a random card in this lane, please, please? Ooh, please? instead of wiping your whole board. I'd rather I'd rather it be targeted, and you lose your Exodia deck a little bit. It makes yeah. it a, a more efficient card overall. Right. I think it actually would be a buff. No, yes, um, and. It does. It makes it so you don't have that feel bad of, from the Gambit player perspective of like, oh, they have cards in Wakanda. I hit their stuff there and I'm sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can actually choose. And then also on the flip side, you don't get the feels bad from the opponent's perspective of, oh, they got the one and eight. They got the one and eight. Exactly. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. Of course they did. They always do. Right. So I would like to see that. And as far as hell, I don't give a shit. Don't care. Uh, and that I is, hope they that do my quota something of cursing about... this episode. I hope they do something about Hella. Hella just feels like too free right now, but I don't know. It's just the RNG aspect of what is always what sucks, right? It's losing to it, 
when it goes off, feels bad, you're like, you can't, couldn't do anything about it. And even when you beat it because their RNG didn't work for them in their favor, it's just like, all right, they would have won if these two cards flipped, you know, or I would yeah. have won if these two cards flipped. So, yeah. um, last thing I want to talk about real quick on course, before we go back to our tier list, as we go to tier three or series three, uh, you see, it's all a bunch of ramp stuff. Same man ramp, same man ramp, same man ramp. For the first, or all four of these. Um, Thanks, Dara. Uh, actually, Regis, this is Regis's list. The first one, Regis Kilburn. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the idea of running Infinite, Giganto, and stuff like that, because this, and also Blade, I think this is incorrect. I wholly believe this is the wrong way to build the deck. Because you're thinking in this instance, okay, Hella is your plan A. Because you also have Jubilee to help find these big things that you're throwing into your deck as well to, in addition, help out the Hella stuff. Um, I think that's wrong. I think what you should do is cut the blade, play something like a Nebula or like one of your early game stuff, if you really want to have early game, that you would typically in a ramp normally. And you just have Hella as one of your other six costs as a backup to re like bring back Corvus because what what happens when you Corvus and you hit Electro and Blade? Okay, cool. I don't care about Hella. It's not needed. I'm just going to go into my other stuff. Like I I still like Doom and Odin. I do think though you should still do like Leader. I think Leader's still very good. Magneto I don't mind. I just don't like the Giganto Infinite stuff. I don't like the Jubilee. Like I just the Ronin I'm I'm pleasantly happy with, but. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, Sandman, I think, I think you're treating this too much as a plan A. It should be your plan B. Sandman is just kind of an all-star right now because he's shuts right. down Destroy and Loki and Sarah Control all incredibly well. Um, and those are just to name like the other top meta contenders. And so when you can get that counter off, you feel incredible. Um, I do. It's tough to say how you want to refine the deck. I feel like I really like having Black Knight in here as kind of the backup mm-hmm. and that's where you, obviously you would oh, keep fair. blade um you just have to start cutting other like value targets and so your ceiling of the deck goes down but the floor comes up kind of thing and finding that i balance mean corpus of... is just good in the black knight hello list i already did yes. that oh, like, yeah. like, but then i don't think you should be just playing sandman though i mean you yeah, know the sandman then is kind of you go away from that a little bit or right. you just have it as an option if you're not drawing the way you want like this one below, the one that has this really bad win rate and cube rate, I think is yeah. on the right track though. I think it's a bit too five cost heavy, in my opinion, because you're really because now you're going all you're going on these like all, you're going all in on ramp. You have three cards to ramp you, and you're going okay. I really want to hit a five cost and a six cost and a six cost, right? But sometimes you won't hit these. That happens even with running three of them, and then you just end up playing what a five and a six because you have no fours. I feel like the right way to do this is trim two of these fives. One of these rampers probably wave because you don't want to help your opponent. You want to be the only one taking advantage of it in this case. Right. And then giving yourself two or three early game cards. And or be, I guess three early game cards is what I think. Like like a couple of one drops and a two drop or like, you know, a couple uh, twos and a one kind of thing like Jeff, uh, Nebula and Medusa is where my mind goes. Because then you at least have a way to get priority. Um, and then Ebony otherwise, I, I'm a fan of pretty much everything else in this list. Once upon a time, Hella ran Ebony Maw. Right. 
Yeah, because she actually didn't care. True. Like if he got discarded and revived with Hella, that's fine. If you play her early, Hella could revive behind him, or mm-hmm. the Doombot, or the Vision. If you're keeping the Vision, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I like Ebony Maw in ramp before because I like to go Ebony Maw into Jeff in that lane and be like, I have ten power right off the rip. Um, so right. uh, and then I can get into there with uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Doom as fifteen, uh, maybe yeah. Odin it get to twenty um, exactly. off of those cards there. So yeah, maybe Ebony Maw is the play. We're trying because like once you're later in the game and he's unplayable you were never interested in spending the one energy on him anyway correct yeah all right well we have a daunting task in front of us so let's look at the i think this is the previous one okay this was last week's list yes. this is series one and two and technically the starter series if you want to count that uh we right. have there's a lot of granulation there Yes, we have S, A, B, C, D, and this is the F tier, but we've named it You're a Bot, I'm Snapping, because typically if you see any of these cards come down on the other side of the board, you snap, because that is a bot. That is a bot you're playing against. And so let's let's remind ourselves a little bit. Another way to think of this, if you go back up to the top, is S is the Shang tier, A is the Medusa High Evolutionary Card Package tier, B is some of the destroy enablers. It's it's like these are the supporting cast. Um, they the supporting can have builds around yep. sometimes, but for the most part, they're playing second fiddle to other ideas in their decks. Some of the uh, hawk synergy pieces as well. Right. C kicks it, us off with Odin, Kazar. A lot of uncommonly seen cards in here. I'm not noticing much that I see very often in the meta at the moment. So they're mostly like run them if you can't run anything better. Yeah, average cards. You're not super upset about people running them, but there's typically a replacement for them. D is the strong guy, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of stuff. And then, yeah, the Uwatu tier. All right. Uh, So in order to keep... uh, I will refer to this version of the list throughout us creating this. But in order to make it so that I'm not losing my mind of how thick this is because we'll combine them all later i think we should have a fresh list for series three okay i think that's i agree all right kicking us off we go alphabet highs tier four four absorbing man on reveal if the last card you played has an on reveal copy its text if it's in play heralded as one of the meta breakers at the time of his release he's ended up having a little bit of a, a sleepier run. He's, of course, had good times towards the, the top of the meta. Honestly, Surfer has been one of his best applications, though he did have a blip where copying Dr. Doom is like one of the best things you could do. I'm in agreement here. Brad's already knocked him down into B tier. What are your thoughts, Brad? Yeah, um, I think I'm just still trying to make sure the color is correct. Uh, a, yeah, yeah. we made yellow. And then... And more demarcation. Man, Azvan was a card that I wanted to like so much because in my early career, I played a ton of Wong. I played a ton of Odin. Um, But Abs, man, I don't know. Somehow it never really clicked and he always felt kind of clunky. There was that moment also where he was a five power and the broodling absorbing man was just, it was disgusting. It was the most broken thing you could be doing because it was 15 power with three cards. Um, Yeah, so there's that. Uh, which, by the way, him is a 4-4. Don't let the image confuse you. He is a 4-4 now. I think that idea is still pretty okay. 
Yeah. Right. You can still get um, Brood up to four power, um, have 12 in a lane. Absman, 12 in a lane. Uh, Untapped I think that's had it still... as a S tier deck just last week, but with a, a minuscule sample size. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think B is appropriate. I don't think it's like, like when you play it, it, it feels pretty good. We You can also do some, you know, funny shenanigans with the uh, super giant. You can hide um, absorb man yes. and then do Dr. Doom on six, for example. Yeah. Uh, or whatever other, you know, payoff you want to do. It could be even a uh, if you want to be uh, extra toxic as uh, people like to say. So I, I don't think, I think he's niche, but I don't think he's niche bad where I would say, like uh he's average and then you he's easily replaceable because typically he's the one people ask what do, i don't have this what do i do instead right right so i i would put him in b just above yeah. average no, I, I think I, I he's agree. not in comparative comparison to the rest of these in reality he's probably towards the back he's probably around the jubilee hulkbuster spot i would say yeah no i agree so i had to work him into the them real meta decks but he has his time to shine whenever something that's really busted comes out next up one of brad's personal favorites or maybe your favorite adam warlock at least your sleeper pick right two zero after each turn draw a card if you are winning here being this lane Uh, i love adam warlock i think he's a fun card but i am not blinded by my love for him he is a d tier card oh thank goodness i was i was worried here yeah i'm not (laughs) You don't even run him in Mr. Negative, which is like the meta, quote unquote, meta spot to put him. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I think that's just too, because Jane Foster just does what you want him to do, but guaranteed give you all the cards, right? right? Yeah. Um. So he's a dangerous card to, 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 to mess with. Like his ability is incredibly powerful, perhaps the most powerful thing in the entire game because it's 12 card decks, drawing cards is insane. Yes. But just making him a two one might be too good. Because Right, because it could that could really just say, you know, you just play him to a blank lane and you have a very high chance if he just draws an extra card. Right. And then he's essentially at that point just a two one that says on reveal draw a card. Yeah, thin your um, deck. Yeah. And because uh, like he's probably not gonna draw any more cards after that. Uh but um yeah, drawing a card as a two cost uh is very good. I do love me some Hawkeye into Adam Warlock. No one expects it, and it's surprisingly uh, pretty pretty efficient in the right shell. But or Martyr. Is, or Martyr. Yeah, Martyr works too. Um, uh, so uh, is that good, though? Uh, yeah. No, it's not. If he ever finds a way, like if Phoenix Force or Destroy ever finds a way to leverage him, heaven help us all. Do you Arrow. think a one zero is fine, oh, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe put a one zero without a Warlock. Well, I mean, he makes him more vulnerable to be destroyed, right? But still, like, right. uh, no, no, I like him where he's at, which is not seeing much play. Just because I feel like Snap is so consistent already, we don't right. need other ways to make decks more consistent. Like, we moved away from Chavez. We're gonna stay away from Chavez. We're gonna stay away from like buffing Warlock. Then how about we just get a full rework for him at some point? Give the character a chance to shine with something, another yeah, ability. Yeah, it's a phenomenal yeah. character. It's one of the strongest characters in all of Marvel Comics. So, Agreed. Yeah. If you guys he, like the tier lists, we might do a tier list of the cards that most need to rework. You know, let us yeah, know. We're feeling yeah, this that. out. And uh, Arrow, next one up, 5-9 on reveal. Move the last enemy card played anywhere to this location. She is now one of the most changed cards 
been all snap. Um, I do believe that the title is actually held by Devil Dino, but she might be tied or just one behind. Brad's dropping her in B. 5-9 mm-hmm. is just great stats. Yep. She's now mediocre <clears throat> control and not played very often. You go B instead of C. I see her a bit more often. Um, let's go look at untapped real quick. I could be mistaken. I think she has a somewhat respectable scene rate. In what? Stats. Yeah. I like, I 2. don't, 2. The, my meta pocket does not play arrow anymore. So from 80 to hundred, 6,000 plus collections, she has a 2.2 percentage collection or uh, popularity. Um, I mean, I mean, Sandman prior to, uh, Sandman, even with this, his recent surge, is at 2.7. Yeah. So, like, I would argue that, like, 2.7, 2.2 looks really low. But I think we are a bit jaded by the idea of Shang-Chi having a 41% play rate or Zabu right. having a 33% play rate. That yeah, yeah. should not be the case in a game that has over 200 cards. No. But these so, cards are just so good, and Arrow is not. That's what makes the well, difference. Well, she's, I... she's the best... She's the best stat line in the game. Yeah. At nine power. Um, she has yeah, niche so applications. Yeah, yeah. She has niche applications. Um, sure. And I would argue that like when those applications are warranted and where she's needed, she does her job incredibly well and she can win games based off of her effect. And it's also hard to evaluate her correctly because look, if this was old arrow, if this was old era, she's S tier. She's up there with Shang-Chi. Yeah, we have to make a new tier for her. She's that good. Yeah, actually, yeah. no, yeah, you're right. She would just be the arrow tier. I think you're yeah. right. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I I just feel like she does enough and has a good enough stat line where like it, it's easy to be underplayed. She's got a 50% win rate and a 0.14. That's above average in terms of like cube rates and stuff. And right. honestly, it's, that's very good for having no presence in the most meta decks, right? Right. That's the thing is so many times the cards win rates just can reflect the deck that it's most common in. And because I'm not thinking of any super common arrow decks, I'll give her, and I'll give her the B. She's kind of the mini Magneto, that, that play pattern of being able to lock your opponent out of a location by, oops, you suddenly filled it, buddy. That's, that's tough. But she does, I mean, she also fluctuates wildly on the meta. Is the meta playing lots of cards or is the meta playing a couple? So... Yeah, I liked her in my priority yeah. deck. But nice. Rolling on. Agatha Harkness, Queen of Priority. Why are 614. these all, all the way down here? Agatha starts in your hand and plays your cards for you. She also whispers sweet nothings in your ear and steals all your boosters. <laughs> ah. Yeah, so uh F tier, right? Like just mm-hmm. I would love an Agatha deck to be good, genuinely. Some people said with Corvus uh, and Hella, like you can make it work. Um, but uh, I've seen some people try. Yeah, um, maybe, sure. Uh, I don't know. Do you know. remember the nightmare that was? Um, it was that location when it would get the most expensive card into your opponent's hand, and everybody played Agatha. Right. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I took a hiatus during that little bit. It was just. Uh... She's a fun card. She's a cool card to play um and like make work uh but just by her very design by her nature she'll never be a good card so yep all right 
Coulson, 3-4 on reveal. Add a random 4-cost and 5-cost card to your hand. I'm initially thinking B-tier. It's just such a victim of how far Loki has fallen out of favor. We would have been putting him higher if Loki was still at the very top of the meta. I think Coulson's very good. I, I, I agree he's very good. I will say he's better than Absorbman and El Arrow, so let me refrain. And I would put him towards the top of B. And if we were to compare him to these, I'd have him up here with Misty Knight, Korg, and Sandman. Um, maybe maybe behind Enchantress. But I yeah, don't see I guess him... so. As I look at the rest of A tier, I guess I would put him just a little bit below. That Loki right. deck is really good, though, and he is one of the core core cards absolutely and he and his generation of a three and four costs which are in uh i'm sorry four and five costs four yeah. and five costs um which are just a plethora of incredibly powerful cards in general you're kind of sometimes just happy to play what he gives you um like i okay i've had games where i was playing him and uh i had um uh i've got there was Death's Domain yep. on the field, and I got my four cost was Sherry. My five cost was Nimrod. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, sweet. It's <laughs> a beaut. Free, free 12 power in two lanes. Amazing. Insane. So, uh, yeah, I think he's really good. I, I want to put him in A tier. My heart says A tier, but my brain is like, he's actually B tier. And you know he's actually B tier because he's not a build-around card. He's a supporting cast card. Yeah, fingers crossed that... Songbird, Mockingbird, whatever is gonna oh, bring she's the agents back so together. Good. Uh, and yeah. to be clear, I'm not saying that there are cards in A tier that are not build around cards. Like I would say Medusa, Killmonger, uh, Storm, um, and like Sunspot, Wolverine. These are not build around cards, but they are good enough in the decks where they go, or they have enough great general application where that's why they're in A tier. Just don't want to make people confused by me saying because Colson's not a build around card, he doesn't go in A tier. That's not yeah. the rule of thumb. That's just a thing you can consider. Yep. All right. Now, a card that really is a build-around card, Zola. Oh, Arnim Zola, to stay alphabetized. 6-0 on reveal. Destroy one of your other cards here to copy it at the other locations. So I'm conflicted because yep. I don't want to just be like, oh, it's another B-tier card. But that's where I'm kind of thinking. It kind I'm of is almost, another B tier card, though. I almost think he's a C tier card. He's so telegraphed, right? Right. And, like, I think he's just gravy on whatever you're doing. Like, yeah, the amount of times that I'll be streaming and I'm going against Destroy, which is a lot, by the way, recently. Uh -huh. It's yeah. almost every game. And, my, and we see a Venom or a Knoll that come down earlier. It's a big Venom. And they're in a lane by themselves. And you're oh. like, ooh, that could be a Zola play. Well, we lose to the Zola play, frankly. Uh, so if they have it, they have it. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, uh, you know, whatever. Because yeah. like the amount of times my, my chat's like, they can Zola mid, they can Zola mid. I'm like, yeah? What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't draw the Shang. <laughs> <laughs> and if I do draw the you Shang, play for I your authority. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then like, if I play the Shang Chi in the other lanes because I don't have priority and not in the Venom lane, and they don't drop the Zola, I'm gonna look like a jackass. <laughs> womp womp womp. Right. So I, I, but I do think 
I just think it's a C tier card. I, I think it can be so powerful and so ga- like just game breaking in the sense of like you, you that current game, you win that game um, for its effect, but it's so telegraphed and it's so in most instances, I feel a little bit greedy where yeah. I just think it's uh no, you're definitely greedy. Right. <laughs> now that being said, the amount of times, even in today, like this has happened like in the last like week or two, where someone does nothing, turns one, two, three, they play Wong on four, Panther on five, and I'm like, I don't have anything to stop the Zola that's coming. I don't have anything to stop it. I'm really gonna lose to a yep. three card play where they you did are. nothing until turn four. And I'm like, please get this out of my face. <laughs> I don't want to play. Manufactures hundreds of power just right there. It's crazy. <sighs> So yeah, very binary uh, matchup. See, all right. Atuma is not Atuma. Four ten. After each turn, destroy this. If you have another card here, yeah, we got to go see again for the fish man, right? I mean, yeah, I, I just... want him to be better, and he's so good in certain applications. I love him with super giant. I like yeah. him with zero. I like sure. him to destroy decks and stuff. There's three homes. I think he's very good in those homes. But there's just enough times, even when you have a supporting cast, to disable his negative effect where he can still be awkward because you don't find those effects. And you're like, well, yeah. I got a forward 10 in my hand that I'd love to play, but uh, I they they uh, debride and I can't, you know? And 410 is looking worse and worse as Sentry and Cull release into the game. Right. So should should he get buffed? Maybe a little bit, little bit more power because that's a uh, yes, please. I mean, already Namor got the four eleven. Yeah, give right? me two more four twelve. Twelve, okay. Yeah, I mean, see what happens. Yeah, the the decks that he would go in are not really being played right now. So if you want him to be a leader, bring it on. Speaking of cards, that could use a buff, could use anything. Baron Mordo. Two, three, on reveal. Your opponent draws a card, set its cost to six, and snap. What? They're a bot, Brad. No. I don't think he's an F-tier bad. He is, though. Okay, I'll put the, here's my reasoning. Here's my you reasoning. don't snap against people who play Mordo? No, because they could I, be playing Ronin, and side. they have no other cards. They don't have Master Mold. Right. Right? So... They don't have Master Mold, so they're playing a worse card. It is a worse card, don't get me wrong. And it's not very good. Um, it's it's one that desperately needs a buff. I agree with all the things you're saying. But man, sometimes I lose my game because Baron Mordo just happened to hit the exact card I needed to not be a six. It's very unlikely, but it's happened. It has happened okay. before. He's like, realistically speaking, if I look at this... Um, Adam Warlock's like at the very bottom of D tier and Baron Mordo is like around Namor and Groot spot. Okay. Just above Adam Warlock. Come on. Come on. You know he's bad, but he's not. He's he not. Is. This is a wasted slot in your deck. Bad. Man, he, I think he's okay, one of... He at least has the application of like, if you put him with Ronan, he's kind of fine. He's it's just true. mediocre. Ronan has gotten so much better. Maybe I have to reevaluate, but I've been on the train that Mordo is like the worst card in the game for a while. 
Uh, I think like, I, I put I'm him literally there with, with the worst card in the game. Angel. I'm sorry. The reason Angel's the worst card in the game and not Baron Mordo is because the dedicated archetype for Baron Mordo, I could see a consideration for someone playing him. I oh, yeah. I can never in a million years at his current state see any consideration whatsoever to run Angel in his archetype. It thins the deck. That's the consideration. <laughs> Destroy loves a thin deck. Yeah, at that at the cost of of a X-23. good card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Bast. Speaking of good cards, 1-1 one, one on reveal. Set the power of all cards in your hand. 2-3. A? Bottom A-tier? of there? The weird thing, like, she is so, so busted. She's so pushed. But right now, right. her archetypes are not succeeding. Right. I'd say towards the bottom of A. Don't don't mistake that. So if we yeah. compare to this here, she's probably around Killmonger maybe between Killmonger and Iron Man. I'd say probably actually dead last in A, um, right behind Killmonger. But I think she's better than Misty Knight and Korg and this stuff because how many times are you playing the archetype in which she's in, like Cerebra 3 or Bounce, and you're like, man, this a Bass, bass off the top, please. That'd be amazing. That'd be such a good draw. Oh, yeah. I have no, Iron you're... Man in hand. I have you know, Cerebro. I got Mystique. Um, I got Wasp in hand. Please, please, I'm begging you. So, Every deck that you run her in, you really cheer to have her. Right. And it makes a significant difference if you do have her or not. The raw stat line she puts out as a one cost is insane. Very insane, especially when yeah. you're talking about things like Cerebro and Iron Man, because uh, then you're looking at Iron Man's not just a 5 3, it's a 5 3 that doubles everything in this lane. Cerebro's not just a, like a, a 3 3, it's a 3 3 that gets plus two the rest of your deck. So contextually, oh, yeah it's insane to hit those that's like those are like you snap pretty much so i do think I. yeah i'll take that i'll take that i was that was one of the cards i was really heralding it was going to be great when she released and, and look at she that delivered now let's see if we have the beautiful synergy beast at two two on reveal return your other cards here to your hand they cost one less next turn ah yes it worked the card got reverted to its old stat line, so the graphic <laughs> know, is right? correct. It's, the graphic's it's correct. It's A-tier, right? Beast is insane. Yeah. Um, Beast uh, defines an archetype uh, because it's not Falcon that does that. Falcon is like, if you happen to be running more one cost, then sure, you're fine with it. Beast yeah. does take a genuine hit in the fact that it can't, um, like in certain decks, not having that permanent one cost be a zero cost now for the rest of the right. game can hurt in some instances. But... With the introduction of Black Swan for that type of bounce deck that wants to play those one costs and have them be zero, you do right. have a window of two turns potentially in which you can have Beast and your ones be zero, or you can play, uh, or you can have your ones be zero for the Beast turn and the Black Swan turn, or you could play Beast and Black Swan on five, perhaps picking up a Hit Monkey that you might have played with a one cost on four or whatever. Um, to make that a two cost again, and like or like a bishop or whatever you feel is the contextually correct in that circumstance, where you get your zero cost plus some other cost reduction and really have a crazy turn. So yeah, I think please right. get hit monkey back down to zero. Let's go old bounce train, all aboard the bounce train, baby. Maybe, maybe I I don't hate it, but a part of me is like hit monkey at two zero was a little broken. Like all right, the next tier list cards that should go back. Uh, three three, uh, a three three hit monkey. Yeah. 
Oh, spicy. We keep adding on some power. I mean, Isn't, I love. He's a three two right Monkey. now, right? He goes, he goes banana. Yeah, he's three two right now. I mean, you're yeah. gonna play Bast anyway. That's the thing. I actually like these cards that play in a Bast deck to be like lower power, make them mm-hmm. cheaper, lower power. That I just want to embrace all of that. Correct. All right. Next yeah, up, another card I would love to see get reverted on it. We're we're on a theme. Black Bolt five seven. Unrevealed, discard the lowest cost card from uh, your opponent's hand. Um, Brand, why did we stop playing Black Bolt Stature? It was the best thing in the game, right. and then we just stopped. What happened? I think it's one of those things where people just don't want to play with the toys. That kind of broke a little bit. And instead of uh, taking the time to see, like, oh, the toy still works for most instances, I can still enjoy it, have fun with it, uh, I'm going to throw it in the trash because uh, it has it has a dink on it. Uh, I mean, we did get other interesting five costs. Like, Legion makes a very compelling case. If you're going to force Black Bolt Stature into a deck, why not play Legion and, like, another tech right. card? And Stature in her own uh, her own right is a five cost. And when you yeah. don't have Black Bolt, from a deck constructing perspective, you're putting two five costs immediately into a deck. It's hard to be like, okay, do I run any other five costs here? Or do I... Because, like, on one hand, you could be like, well... Then I could on six play, you know, the other five costs in stature. But on the flip side of that is like, if you don't find Black Bolt, then you have those other two five costs in your hand on turn six. You're a little bit upset with yourself about that. So that there is a genuine cost. Um, I would like to right, see... Guys, right now, there's so much discard out there. Stature is just free. You could yeah, honestly run honestly. stature as a tech card right now in the meta, and it would be fine. I think also, you're right. Destroy hates losing a low-cost Deadpool. Right. So, Black Bolt's cool then, right now. If, if you're looking for a sign, <laughs> this is it. I, I've, been, I've been desperately trying to make a hand attack sort of deck work. I yeah. want it to work. I, I even tried to get Celine to work. Sure. Without, uh, without uh, Annihilus Sentry. Because, well, hear, hear me out. No. So Annihilus Sentry Hood is a package that's very good, right? And I was wondering, like, it, okay, yes. could is best. it possible that instead of running Zabu in that kind of list, you run Ravona replacing Zabu? Okay. You can still do that with Darkhawk, right? Why not? Specifically. And then you just go uh Selene replacing Hood, and then Annihilus and Sentry, you replace them with Hobgoblin and Green Goblin. And on paper, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. In practice, it wasn't very good, and it makes me upset because Celine sees her. It's also another thing that deck in both versions wants to run um, Black Widow, and you yeah. could still have the option of playing on four Black Widow Celine to hit their right. Rose White, which is cool. Um, yeah. There's so many cool instances where Celine is interesting, but just the fact that you're it's dependent on what their side of the board's doing, it, it makes it worse. So, anyway, um, I, I would love to hand a, a hand attack deck to work. Black Bolt is still pretty good as a 5-7. I think he's just slightly better than Arrow because the effect is guaranteed to go off and be somewhat impactful in some way, shape, or form. Right. I Honestly, the more that I think about it, I think what drove him out was um, Thanos. Like, Thanos does not care. Oh, if, you're right. And so his meta dominance was what, like, made Black Bolt feel completely irrelevant. So it could be time to revisit him. I think B tier is fair. Moving on, we have the Black Cat, 4-9. I was going to say recently buffed. She's not that recently buffed. 
If this is in your hand after the turn, discard it. Going down into C tier. I kind of agree. She's obligatory in Hella, but also cuttable in Hella. I, incredibly cuttable. Uh, I, yeah. I cannot stand the fact that she is a, a four drop in the Black Knight Hella list because I know people are like, well, worst case scenario, your Black Bull gets a four nine. And I'm like, I don't want that. I want a the better card to just yeah, yeah, play. No, I've, <laughs> I, I had plenty of times where I was like, well, I got Black Knight in hand, but I also have Black Cat. What if I just wait? Because I really right. don't want the yeah. Black Cat. Yeah. So, like, it's I think in a, pure, in a pure Hella, maybe Hella Lockjaw type of list, I don't mind Black Cat. Um, Man, Brad, if you woke up Beta Teddy and you were like, there will come a time where you will say, no, you'll turn up your nose at a 4 9, I'd be like, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. And look at that. She's right behind a 410 Atuma. Yep, exactly. All right. Black Panther, 5-4 on reveal. Double this card's power. We've talked about how crazy doubling is. Black Panther's been all over the board in terms of meta positions. Putting him in C tier right now. I agree. Like, it's just... Can the deck high roll and win? Yes. Yeah. But also, is it good? No. No. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate losing to it. Um. Brad, we hit our quota. Come on, man. Damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, now we're at my quota. Okay, I yeah. lost one for next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dipping into the swear uh, jar. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, I just, I, I hate losing to Black Panther lists. Uh, yeah. But uh, because, like I, like I said, having them go Wong on four after doing nothing's turn uh, one and one through three, and I'm just like staring at a Wong Black Panther, and I just know what's coming, and I have no way to stop it. Right. <laughs> that sucks. But you can just hear the bark of Cosmo echoing in your mind. Right. And you're like no. <laughs> or like armor, just like banging the inside yeah. of like the like the like like, like almost like glass breaking. <laughs> Please, it's like it's um it's in Mega Mind. She's just like pick me, pick me. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. uh Yeah. It's, I think enough uh, said. It's fine. Black Widow, three three, on reveal. Add a Widow's Bite to your opponent's hand. Going in B tier now. I agree. I think. I mean, the two one version I would have put up in A tier. The three three version I moved down to B. She's the cuttable part of that uh, hawk package, and honestly, the junk package as well. She plays fine in those archetypes, and those archetypes are strong. That's really elevating her. Yeah, the three three change really hurt her viability, um, and it, it sucks because like we've talked about things being uh, unelegant, right? Yeah. Uh, when it comes to like design or like being out having restrictions, this is one of the few times I'd be like, just make it a once per game effect. Like it's a once per game. Even if you bounce it, it just doesn't happen again. Like if you were to bounce Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Um, oh, but to be able to keep her cheap. Yeah, right. Because she was fantastic in Darkhawk because it gave you a great one, two, three, four without Zabu, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Um, Like I was very happy to run her in a deck that didn't run Zabu because I could go Korg on one, her on two, Rockside on three, Darkhawk on four, and then just have a normal game happen and occur. Now I, I feel like, well, what do I do on two? Because my other two costs are going to be Jeff exactly. and like, you know, Shadow King. Well, one of those is like, sure, I'll play it if I have it, but I'm probably just going to want to play 
Zabu at this point now because I, yes. I just would rather have another exactly. forecast. All right, brood three two on reveal. Add two broodlings here with the same power. I'm Remember thinking, when brood was the problem, not surfer? Right. Uh, I'm thinking bottom of B. All the way in B. Because, like, yes, it could be C. I think it's better than Black Panther. Let's start here. If I were to put it on top of C, I think it's better than Black Panther. Yep. Contextually to the other list. Okay. Do you think it's better than Odin? Do I think it's better than Odin? No. Okay. So if we're looking at that, Odin's the top of C tier. Yeah. Um, I think it's in that area. Looking at like Hobgoblin, Claw here, further down the right. line, Collector, Cosmo. There's a problem. If I go through the list too much, I'm going to have ones that we had issue with. I wanted Cosmo higher. The one the, the, the one you had an issue with, which is Cosmo? I have more than one, but yes. We, <laughs> Cosmo we was a... shocking that he ended up in C tier. He needs to be a 2 2. I'm telling you. I mean, you he's got, just yeah, too no, I agree now. that he could be buffed easily, but uh, C tier is crazy. But yeah, I think that Brood playing in this zone. Um, feels about right. Okay, so we'll say top of C tier for this. You know what? I was kind of thinking that Series 3 was going to hit us with a little bit more fire, but um, this is still pretty well-rounded list, and we're still looking for our S tier standouts. We're not right. going to get it in the next one. Captain Marvel 4-4 at the end of the game. Move to a location that wins you the game, if possible. Yeah, it's D, right? It's just so cost-ineffective. I think she got nerfed way too preemptively. Yes. They should have let her breathe a little bit because she got nerfed when Silky Smooth was one of the top decks. Exactly. Right? She was great in that deck, but yeah, and, it had so many other things going for it. Yeah. and That's a deck that if you look at it, every single card has been nerfed now, except for we, Silk. I want to see them try the, the six cost version that they talked about. I guess the six, like 13 or whatever, six fourteen. Wow. Okay. Or so maybe it was six twelve, um, but like Glenn said that they considered a six something stat line. I mean, no, it might have just been six ten. It might have just been six ten. Sure, that sounds more correct. But like America Chavez, but she moves to the right location. Yeah, I would like to see that at this point because I'm I'm shocked they haven't reverted her back to a four five. Genuinely shocked. Yeah. No, let's four five. Of course. Or I don't know. Make. Martyr a little more expensive and Captain Marvel a little cheaper. Let them meet in the middle and be a little more symmetrical. Don't you touch my martyr. <laughs> Don't you touch her. No, no, no. Listen, if she becomes a two-cost, she can't no. get killed by Killmonger. No. Then make her a two-seven. <laughs> Please. That's the only way I'll accept it. Um. Okay, so she has a negative cube rating. <laughs> Abysmal. Uh, what was I looking for again? I mean, why, all of these stats are bad. You're looking at I good here? art, but bad stats. 0.4 popularity. What did not I come popular, here for? Not a good win rate. Not a good cube gain. Uh, Captain Marvel is just, it's its rough. I don't remember why I'm here, but yeah, she's bad. <laughs> Please fix all her. All right. Yeah. I've called it out before. I think this next card is one of the most interestingly designed cards of all card games. Three zero Cerebro ongoing. Ah. Highest power cards have plus two power. A tier defines archetype. Like it's not even a single yeah. archetype. It's just 
Cerebro followed by Number, and they all can play vastly different depending on what the build is. I tried a Cerebro 6 deck because we did a, the Cerebro challenge from 0 to, I think yep. I only did up to 7. <clears throat> okay. Mostly because I only had 7 deck slots available, and I was like, I'm not deleting any more decks for this stupid challenge. Um, yep. We got the 6, and the deck I built had Hood. It had uh, Annihilus in it, right? Yep. It had some Goblins. Sure. Um, it was so cool. Uh, yeah. cause, and it just, it worked. I, I, it was a one and done game. I, the first game I did, I had hood, had a Nihilus, Cerebro comes down. I'm like, this is, this, this could be a deck. Amazing. Uh, but then there's of course the real ones of C2, C3. Um, they're just cool. They're, they're cool decks. Uh, it's a cool archetype. It's one that's always, you know, viable in some instance. Um, of course that ebbs, yeah. the ebb and flow of, uh, how good it is can change. But I think, there are so many people that can hit infinite with Cerebro or climb to the top of leaderboard with Cerebro, uh, where it's just always at that cusp of like a tier two deck and you're just yeah, no. good to run they, it. They hit the stat line just on such a sweet spot for the Cerebro card itself to always have this archetype in the mix. And I know it's always changing. Like Cerebro players are always the ones hurt every time a balance yeah. patch comes. I don't, I can't live with that kind of anxiety, so I don't play it that much. <laughs> but there's also always a couple people in like the very top ranks, like top fifty, who play Cerebro. Often right. Cerebro threes. That's been the enduring one. Um, but yeah, it's just because it's of just his really girlfriend fun. right next to him being Bast. Yeah, being Bast and being Mystique. Right, so good. Colleen Wing two four on reveal. Discard the lowest cost card from your hand. In and out of one of my favorite discard cards. It has to be Blade now is probably my favorite out of the package. Mm -hmm. But Wing Swarm Synergy is also something that we've actually seen in some just like good card decks, some checks mix decks. Right. I'd say B. Yeah. Like towards the top of B, at least for this list. Comparatively speaking, the rest of B, I'd say more probably next to Swarm, I think. Like between APOC and Swarm That's where I would probably yeah. put her. She's not as good as Blade, which is an A tier, because Blade has specific targeted spot in hand, which I think is better than, you know, potential 50-50s between Swarm and Morbius if they're both in hand, correct? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's where I think. But you have to is. play Morbius in that situation, and then you're off curve for the rest of the game, and it's just... And then uh, you're really upset, and you're like, why didn't I play X-23? It's a whole thing. All right. Crossbones, 4-8... Four eight man, it's so disrespectful. You can only play this at a location where you are winning, man. This is a card that could be a four ten and still might not get played. You're right. But you're going C tier, not D tier. He okay. Let's compare. I do not like crossbones. I also do not like crossbones. And the decks that I've played with crossbones, where he's actually been like fine, I still am like begging for a way to cut him and play something else play for something those few better. games. Is awkward. However, yeah. We have to compare him to the rest of the tiers. Look at the yes. bottom of C tier. Okay. No, no, I'm looking at Swordmaster, Rhino, Captain America. I'm like, that's his people. <laughs> no, his people is Swordmaster. Right. I think he's better, or he's better than Swordmaster and on par with White Queen as a card. Yeah, I mean, I don't love Swordmaster or White Queen either, but and but they're not bad enough to be in D tier. But he might be. But he's better than them. <laughs> he's not better than White Queen. He's on par with White Queen. He's better than Swordmaster uh, for sure. 
Okay, I'll dead. give you this. I'll give you this. Okay, if you can confidently okay. say White Queen is top of D tier and Swordmaster is in D tier as well, I'll put I'll put him in D tier. <sighs> no, White Queen is definitely C tier. Is she the dead last card in C tier? Is the cutoff? Because if he's better than the Swordmaster, cutoff might be Swordmaster. The more I think about it, like Swordmaster gets cut from his own archetype so much. So do you think Swordmaster goes dro- gets dropped to D tier? I, I think he might. Okay, so do you think? We're at looking at very bottom C tier or very top of D tier for, oh, for, no. for our guy. Split our hairs here. Because he's, I'm he's him, so close. Because he's almost lead, playable. I'll let him lead D tier. Okay. I'll, I'll, I, he, I will accept what you're saying. I'm just here to propose potential ideas. Okay. Here's yeah. the thing. Yep. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Better or worse than Crossbones? Worse. Okay. Then we're fine. <laughs> We're good. Okay, yeah, no yeah. further discussion needed. <laughs> All right. Crystal, 3-3 three, three, on reveal. Each player draws a card. Uh, I thought with okay. Living Tribunal, we'd see more Crystal, but we have not seen too much yeah, of her. Yeah, I'm going to say, dude, it's close, man. I, 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 I'm I, thinking D tier now. Really? I just, I'm not impressed. I, I think no. it's not worth it. Uh, it's not a card I care. Like, uh, even when I play Living Tribunal, a deck that I feel like is the one you really, especially with the Chavez change, really want to draw your stuff. I'm like, I'll just have a better plan B. Right. You know? How much would you pay for only you draw a card? I'll just play Thanos. (laughs) I'll play the stones that are good. Uh, But really, uh, I I don't think they can ever make a cheap-ish uh, because like, here's the thing. You can't make it expensive. It can't be like a four cost card. Um, but it could, I think well, it with, could be a four cost card with Zabu. Sure. Yeah. Mm. Zabu into your discounted crystal into a card draw. Into... Okay. I have a question for you All because right. Zabu's an interesting beast. He is. What would you say if Zabu got the, it's funny that I call Zabu an interesting beast what if you gave Zabu the beast text of, or the black swan text of your four costs next turn cost one less on reveal. Oh, his stat line has to be way better than a two, two. Okay. Two, four. I'd be fine with it, but I don't know. He's set up as an engine card. Right. You do get into this kind of disgusting territory of people that are overlapping these discount engine cards. Like the Sarah plus Zabu is like, come on, please. Right. And Zabu um, is in several archetypes that have nothing to oh, do yeah. with one another as far beyond just having four costs in their deck. Oh, yeah. Zabu is S tier king since his release, and he, he's yeah. even been cut in half since he was released. Zabu's one of those cards that had one of his own it's tiers. Uh, insane. Like, I think, honestly... If we had a tier list of previous cards, we would have S tier, Arrow's tier, and then Zabu's original tier above Arrow, I really think. Yeah, he was a 2 3 <laughs> that cut your four cost cost. No, he was, a, he was a 3 3. He was 3 3 at release? He was 3, because on turn 4, you could okay. play 2 4 drops. Yes, that's what it was. That's what it was. Right. The, then, then you could go two, on five. True, you, could do, you could do Spider Man, Absorber Man yep. thing. Yep, and then you just end the game once you put that up. So. Yay! <laughs> All uh, right, but yeah, I think Crystal's bad. Next up, Dagger two zero 
When this moves to a location, plus three power for each enemy card there. They've been given move little bumps and nudges, but nothing has fully materialized. I've been embarrassed by Dagger once. Um, it was very embarrassing, but yeah, Dagger I don't think Dagger is one that... of, if not the best card in move now. Yeah. But that yeah. also doesn't say a whole lot. I just... Uh, I wonder if there is like a small move package that's there. It just I, doesn't okay. feel Last like it's Last time we good. talked about this, when we talked about like the yeah. packages and stuff, remember we had that right. whole episode? I then, for the next week and a half, my stream was dedicated to just finding these packages. I okay. tried a move package, dude. It okay. is not there. Gotcha. It made me sad because I'm like, yeah, right. I just run Ghost Spider, Dagger, like maybe like Human Torch or something like that. I tried something like maybe that. Maybe the problem tried... was you weren't running Black Bolt Stature. I think we needed to start trying. <laughs> yeah, just package that deck. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I've tried. I've been trying that constantly. Uh, okay. But here's Dagger stats. Looking at collection level six thousand up, and uh, you... they're bad. That's uh, pretty bad. <laughs> pretty and remember, like uh, she gets a benefit of being in one of like the. Well, she's actually Series 3, so like the best move deck is Series 2. But there's players that want to play it as soon as they collect her in Series 3. That's why her popularity is so high. Right. Yeah, it's weird. It's just uh, it's unfortunate. So, I, But I do think because she herself is so strong in a vacuum and her right. effect is very strong, she can get so big, I will put her in C tier. She's not a D tier card, even though no. she's in a D tier deck. Yeah, C tier card locked in the move jail next yeah. up daredevil 2-2 on turn five you get to see your opponent's plays before you make your own i'm gonna say a tier one of the most one of the most criminally underrated and underplayed cards in the entire game it's one he, of those things of like um similar to one costs the power level of what you expect from your two cost cards is so high it's actually kind of hard to fit him in some decks but he is incredible yeah, he is a, I could potentially win the game button because it, okay, a cheat code with Daredevil, if you just want to have free, you know, one or two cubes in your climb, once Daredevil happens, wait till they play their card, snap. Doesn't matter what it is. It could be a card where you lose the game and nine times out of 10, your opponent will leave off of that. Yeah, so the thing is that you play a high tempo deck, they show a card, and then as long as it's a card that has something that could counter it, <laughs> You could snap, yeah. and yeah. that bluff is terrifying. Because, like, why would you ever stay against that? Right, you'd be I'm a crazy. Like, person. You could have it. You, you could. It's like, uh, it's like from Iron Man three. Remember when that guy's like, I don't even like them here or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he just leaves. It's the same thing. It's like I don't, I don't even want this cube. You can. Please. I don't even like the cubes. I don't like this game actually. <laughs> I'm gonna uninstall it. Actually, I'm done. <laughs> So yeah, I think he's. I feel like that a lot recently. This season has been brutal. <laughs> uh, it's so is my Twitter feed. So I, I, yeah. I get it. All right, next up, Dazzler, also one of the most changed cards now. Two, two. Yep, yep. Ongoing uh, plus two right power for each to, location uh, that is full on your side. Right next to Dagger, Dagger and Dazzler, C tier cards. I think better than a two moon black cat. Uh, I'll put her better than Dagger. Put her that better than Dagger, but You're worse than Dazzler black Panther's up in Zola B? Brood. I thought you were a zoo player. I am. Dazzler in C? Yep. What do you think are the good cards in zoo? She's one of them. Yeah, she is. I think she's B tier, man. You think she's B? Man, it's tough for me to say B because like 
it's just maybe not. Zoo. It's just True. Zoo that she's good in, and even True. then, her peak is uh, two eight, right? Which is really good, but yeah, no, okay, but I'll give you. I'll give you the entire board. You know, yes, at the cost of you. Ha- well, the requirement of filling your entire board. Yes, yeah. but you could argue, you could argue that that is somewhat of a cost. No, it is. It's expensive to get there. At least she's granular, unlike uh, Mojo. That is all or nothing. Yeah, but Mojo with Jean Grey feels so good. <laughs> it does. It's just like, yeah, you like that. Yep. And then, what are you going to do about onslaught? it? Oh, Mojo! But when we get there, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it. Mojo's right next to Dazzler. <laughs> It's like the same card. I think Dazzler is slightly better than Mojo simply because yes, you have is. agency over what you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Dazzler is definitely better. Um, I, but... I love I love the card. Don't get me wrong. And if I were thinking with my heart, Teddy, she does yep. go in B because she's so good in Zoo. She's fairly good in the Patriot list that runs like Valkyrie and stuff like that. True. But in a vacuum and where she's capable to be in and where those decks are, right? I think those are tier two decks and I'll, and probably C tier decks as well. Yeah, the decks that are able to fill the full board to get the max out of Dazzler. Few and far between. All right. Brace yourselves. Deadpool. 1-1. When this is destroyed, return it to your hand with double the power and win the game. S tier, baby. Our second S tier card next to Shang-Chi. He is so good. the reason you are terrified or annoyed by Destroy um it's the reason that you're terrified of just seeing a forge yeah right? <laughs> turn one no other information they play forge you're like should i retreat or, or turn one nico and you see the little two card that, symbol above yeah, her head that... like, are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> exactly they snap you're like well all right i didn't even <laughs> like this game <laughs> i'm gonna uninstall it again yeah. i just reinstalled it after the daredevil thing what the hell? and then you played this like what's going on <laughs> I mean, do we want yeah, to talk like, do you want to see a nerf? I don't even want to see a nerf. That's the thing. He's S tier. Yeah. I love but him I don't... as a card. He has fantastic design. I just want the rest of Destroy brought back down to earth with A, the location interactions they have they have in the game, and B, just some niche things within the deck. Uh, the Hulkbuster yeah. thing, I barely see it in the decks anyway. Um, I did, I'll put it this way. So uh, I was on a stream, not yesterday, the day before. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. It was yesterday. Um, so yesterday I was streaming and someone came in my chat. Yami was like, Hey, let's go get an infinity ticket. And I'm like, all right, I try one. a few different decks and it just wasn't working. I'd get, I'd get two wins, lose the third one. And you yeah. know what the third loss always was? Destroy. It was to destroy every time. And I was yeah. like, I'm so sick of this. You know what chat? I'm going to play destroy and show you how awful my luck's going to be. I'm never going to have Deadpool one. I'm never going to have the right. perfect curve. And you know what happened? Yep. We had what all happened? of that and more. Oh, yeah. And we flew mm-hmm. through no competition, Easy. all of gold. And it's just, and it wasn't because Deadpool was broken. It wasn't because the deck was broken. It was because I had Death's Domain, Altar of Death. I had Cloning Vats. I had Sinister London. And like at least one of those kind of locations in every game that I played. And yeah, it's I just like, so hard. how do you, how do you lose? Yeah, you can't. So yeah, you see I him, just, you snap. That's my issue. Deadpool's fantastic. Great flavor. Great design. Love the yep. card. I could maybe see a world where we end up where Deadpool is like a plus two or a plus three every time. Um, I may be okay with that. I mean, the, they, he's finishing as a one Kitty. nine, one twelve, right? They murdered Kitty. So yeah, for a one cost card, like the payoff is so high. I could easily see that he's just like plus two. Plus two, I think is too little. I think it should be plus three. Yeah. 
is still really good. Think about well, he, it. Then you he just goes, play him he three goes to times. three, then to five, He's still a one seven. and then to seven. I mean, yeah, just so let, the balancing let him factor, go to nine. The balancing factor, right, is that you have to pay the energy each time to get him back to the board to combo him together. Oh, no, he goes to He's still building up the payoffs of, and we can go ahead and swing to this. Next up, death, 8-12, costs one less for each card destroyed this game. Also S-tier, right? Hmm. Probably the winningest card all time in Snap across, like, the lifespan of the game. Right. And right now, um, as good as she ever was. It's tough. Let me look at the rest of the list, which isn't much at the moment. So she's absolutely better than Medusa. Absolutely better than everything else in A tier. Yeah. But I'm trying to think ahead of what our S tier looks like. And I think Noel, when we get to series four and five, ends up in S tier. Okay. Yep. And I think she's worse than Noel. Yes. And then I think I about do it a bit more. Too. And I start to think of her. This is but a here's poor the thing. Here, com- here's the thing. Go ahead. All right. We got to think that she's not just destroyed. She's also Hella. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's just like a guaranteed there. hit with Lady Sif. So you have, you can protect your Hella in hand. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. she's also been in and out of Thanos um, just with like Thanos running Killmonger. Yep. Um, so she's like very versatile, even though she's definitely the destroy, like big payoff. She gets shut up by um, Mobius. That's fine. I like that there's a control card against her, but I think she can still be S tier. My thinking, because I'm also thinking ahead, like I said, with Noel and stuff. Yep. Um, and we I, keep I think her as your very exclusive guys. Yeah, I think of her as uh, similar in a way to Artem Zola, but not not as bad. So let me rephrase. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's a weak comparison in the sense of what Artem Zola is and where he is in terms of the tier list. She's not like that. What I mean is that like she's gravy, and there are games where you're happy to not play her, but then you're just happy just to play her. But that makes her, because of her effect being so impactful, it, it's an auto-include in the deck. You start with Noel, Death, Deadpool, and like yes. Killmonger. Where Venom, do you go from here? Stuff. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I also think of where Venom's going to end up being, which we'll talk about S-tier. on this list. And I'm thinking he's also an S-tier card. Yes. So, And I think he's better than Death. Yes. So for all these things considered, I don't think I can, in my mind, view Death as the S-tier card. I think of her as the very, very top of A and probably will be the very, very top of A throughout the rest of the list, through all the series. Oof. It's I mean, close. I would, I would I th- still I think push there's that a distinct because enough... of her cross-play in Hela mm-hmm. and some of these other decks, that puts her in S overall. This is Just where I wish Lady we had Sif. a point five. Yeah. Like... Lady Sif on death in Hella is like so safe. It's so good. It's been around for forever. Okay. I will I will give you the S tier. I will give you the All S right. tier. Uh, I mean, also, comparing, rocking, comparing these three, is Shang-Chi still the top of S tier? I think he is, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Debbie, 3-3, three, three, Debris. Sorry, guys. On reveal, add a rock to each other location for both players. She had a blip with that old um, Annihilus. It's gone I, now. I thought that was still bad. It was yeah. the worst version of Annihilus. 
because it's so all in. It's depending on what your opponent does because you're you're basically you're playing a debris and then you have to wait till turn five to play something to send the rocks over. And it's like, sure, the games at which you send them over, you lock them out more often than not. And then your opponent just leaves the game where at least with yeah. the simple sentry annihilus thing, there is a chance that you can, you know, they might stay in on turn six, even though that you send the void over because maybe they have a way to deal with the void or they feel confident in the raw power that they can output or they have a Shang-Chi for the sentry, yada, 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 where you can still be like, oh, Eliath, I win the game, major stick in for the cubes where debris is just bad debris and patriot is a trap and also bad don't do that like just don't i think honestly i dude i would love to put her in d tier because i think that little of her as a card but that's wow. my own biasy coming in and i will i will be respectful and put her in okay. probably honestly bottom of c tier yeah, no, no, yep. At least Black Cat has a chance to be played in Hella. Debris. At least is... Black Cat has good art. Oh, thank God, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Brad, the cur- you keep going digging into the curse swear jar, but yeah, I agree that the breeze down in C. I said, Where do we put I destroyer? What? what? <laughs> Did I say Hella? 616 on reveal. Destroy your other cards. Top of C, bottom of B is where I'm at. It's where I'm between. I'll go top of C. The uh, it's just real hard to utilize right now, which is shocking with how many destroy tools there are. There's just you know if you look at up at S tier, there's other stuff I'd rather be playing. I mean, look at B tier. There's other stuff I'd rather be playing. True. <laughs> yeah. So but within destroy archetype itself, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been trying to make him work. I want him to work. He's fun when he works. It's just you can't just playing a single card a turn now. It's right. just not the way to do it. His best deck is is currently Zukua. Right. Because they can play multiple things in a game. The the gone other days are just going like turn two armor, turn three Cosmo somewhere to be able to have a backup plan for destroyer. Um, to play it in that lane, fill the armor lane, and then like you know war path and stuff like that. I've been trying. Trust me, I've been trying for the last week. It's just it can't keep up. Would there be a world? Yes, where he could be played if he was on reveal. Destroy your other cards twice. Makes Nimrod interesting. And Wolverine a little better. Yeah. It means that you can't play Bucky, but you're not playing Bucky anyway. Right. But it'd be like, yeah, the Nimrod. Just like Massacre. I mean, it also makes it really funny when someone gets it from X Mansion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're dead. And then again. <laughs> <laughs> just just for, for measure. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a, I, I, think, I think they won't do that because it just doesn't make sense as to why. Okay. Okay. Another pitch. Okay. What if he destroyed all your cards and then he destroyed something on the enemy's side on the same lane? Hmm. Okay. I see what you're saying. I'm trying to... You have to trim some power off of him. Right. 
Would how you? much power? Can he even be a 612? Can he be a vanilla stat line with that effect? I mean, I guess it depends on how many cards he's destroying on the enemy's side. Is it that he's destroying one random card? Because then I think I would that think, he I could would think live one at, random like, card. He goes on your side yep. and then just quick little <laughs> one card. Yeah, focused. Kind of like, kinda like Gladiator's like, VFX. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would imagine. And I think even a, I think a 612 might just be too good at that point. Because gotcha. he's just a vanilla Hulk. That just That's a, does crazy things. Wrecks um, everything. But then I also think he wouldn't even be that good in practice. Because I think they would... Okay, hear me out. They would have to change his power to like 611, maybe 612 at the most, right? Right. I don't think they can allow him to surpass what Vanilla Hulk's stat line is. Uh, and then people play him, think, oh, cool. That's an interesting effect. And then outside of Nimrod, he will just never be played. Because now yeah, the reason the thing, you played him in Destroyer... Right now he gets played because you have just like mitigating and protection factors and you'll just like zero him out or Cosmo him out. But if yeah. part of the value was he had to activate and then you had to like only armor or pro-X your side or Nimrod. Um, and then you're trying to leverage the destruction that he would give against the opponent. It would be it would be fun. It would be interactive. I could, I could entertain it. Um... We'll see what they ever if they ever come back to him. I, I kind of doubt they will. I think they'll just leave him. So I do too. Yep. All right. Doctor Doom six five on reveal. Add a five power Doombot to each other location. Thank goodness he's back uh, from his he's brief hiatus. Back underwhelming, but at the uh, at the end of the day, he's the top of eight tier. I think comparatively to everything else here, he is better than Medusa overall. Um, he does what Medusa does, but better in the sense of the ultimate generic card that can go in any deck. As uh, I was going to say, is he the best generic six cost? Yes, easily. Yes, he's better than Magneto, right? Correct. Yeah. Except for when Magneto wins, it wins in a way that breaks my heart because it moved everything I was trying to set yeah. up because I'm playing a stupid Destroyer deck uh, <laughs> into a Magneto is going to break your heart, man. Whether you're watching the movies or whether you're playing Snap, it just it, it happens. Yeah. So uh, Doctor Doom is eighth tier. I think Doctor Doom is on the cusp of like can sort of keep up but also mm -hmm. falls behind a lot of the ways too in the meta well, yeah because he's the generic he's not right he's not the combo deck but the fact that the generic is that close is what's so impressive about doom yeah correct so like for example the darkhawk version that runs leech and doom i don't like because i don't think it mm -hmm. ha has enough oomph to it like some right. other versions um but should have been running black bolt stature honestly I might like that more. <laughs> so I remember your favorite thing was going uh Legion stature. That was that was I, what that, Brad that wanted was great to do. with uh yeah the um Infomaniac deck. Why not? Why not bring it's, it back? I tried. It's uh it's 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 I don't know. There's so many different options that kind of fit the theme of what that deck wants to do. It's yes. so hard to figure out. And by the time I figure out a, a viable version of a meta, the meta shifted and I have to figure it all over again. It's a nightmare to figure out. Yeah, it's so uh, tech card heavy. Our next up is 510 Doc Ock. On reveal, pull four cards from your opponent's hand to their side of this location. He's um somewhere in C tier. It's going to sound weird, but I think of him largely like a morph. He's so susceptible to like what's in the meta right now. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, here's the cutoff. Okay. Zola? Is he better than Artem Zola? Probably not. So, okay. Is he better than Dazzler? Yeah, I'd give it to him. Okay, then that's where he lives. We'll go C tier. C tier for Doc Ock. Hopefully we see him again in another Marvel movie, though. Next up, Dracula. 4-1, at the end of the game, discard a card from your hand to gain its power. Somewhere in A tier? Yeah, somewhere in A tier, but how close to the top? I don't think that close to the top. I think Bast is more impactful in the decks that play him because you could win without Dracula. It's really hard to win without Bast. You're kind of struggling to get there uh, for those decks. I think Beast is better than Dracula in a lot of the decks where you play Beast. I will say he's better than Daredevil. Um, yeah. Dracula's a good card. Don't get me wrong. has like virtually no counters, right? Oh, yeah. Um, besides adding cards to your opponent's hand or Lady Deathstrike. Um, yep. That being said, with as good as he is, he is an A tier. He's better than a lot of cards on this list. I mean, look at all these cards behind him. So it's not like we're, we're, we're snubbing him. Uh, but I don't think he's better than uh, some of these cards in front of him. Now, no. looking at these cards, I probably would put him, you know, maybe around Lady Sif and Blade. Probably better than those two. Probably right behind Blade. Right behind Blade, you think? Yeah, I, I see I do. that. Yeah. It's it's right there with those those kids. I think I would put Daredevil right in front of Infinaut. Yeah. All right. We're we're, we're seeing the pieces kind of fall into place. Drax, four six. Oh, this is a... your opponent. What? Get out of here. <laughs> this he gets plus two. Can you imagine? What a joke! Getting, give him. Joke. Give all the guardians plus one to their yep. base or their grow power. Oh, I don't care. Which. I got. I just had a, this is a brilliant idea, way to make the Guardians way more interesting. Okay. You give them two activations. So they gain, he gains plus two if he reveals simultaneously. Uh-huh. But then if the opponent plays there next turn, he gains plus one. So it's like you get your what if, initial uh, what if, okay. activation, but then he has like a trap card. What if it was a Nebula effect where they don't play there? And then he gains. So he's trying to guess. And then on the next turn, they have to follow up to stop a power yes. gain. That would also be fun. Either either way, but something that's then like residual. So you right, have right. the the unknown guess, and then you have the okay. Now you have to play around, my guy. A lot of text. And I though. come in with another guardian. Yeah, <laughs> Gamora. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah, just guardian stack your lane. Yeah, um, why not? They're yeah, a that'd, team. that'd be cool. That way they set each other up. I actually, yeah, I, I like that. I do like that. Cool. All right. Nice. Electro. Three, two. Whew. A lot of people see an Electro. Way more Electro than they ever thought. <laughs> right. After Corvus, on reveal, plus one max energy ongoing. You can only play one card a turn. Initially, one of the most complicated cards in Snap now. You know, just a normal run-of-the-mill little lad. He's been in and out of the meta quite a bit. I would say B tier. It, ramping is so good, and his deck is like you know it's it's in and out, but it, it kind of hinges more on what Sandman is doing to the meta, um, on if he's good or not. Sandman, we put also in B tier. Yeah, is he better than Sandman? Which... <clears throat> I mean, he's what enables. They're always Sandman. played together. What's right. this? 
Is there any time they well, it, with Sandman as a five cost, do they ever get played apart? I don't think so. Yeah, because like you're trying to go into big things anyway. It's just right. a perfect marriage, right? Yeah, especially yeah, yeah. with the instance of Electra saying you can't play any more than one card turn anyway. So why not bring your opponent down into the mud or sand with you? Um, So I think that's fitting. So, but I do think, I don't know, man. I almost think better card than Sandman. Okay. Yeah, no, you're going to have some versions of ramp that don't use Sandman, like the Black Panther Zola versions and stuff. But I also see them as cards that if they got one power added, it would not dramatically change how much they get played. I don't think people would think it's like, oh, the 3-3 Electro and the 5-6 Sandman is OP. That's where being in B tier is fine, right? Like they're... Well, Sandman's a 5-3 right now. Remember when it was a 5-5 and all hell broke rules, apparently? Yeah, you should go back to that. I think so, too. Um, but I think they don't want Sandman to be like an easy just fit in. Can we just go back to like, you know, a 4-1 Sandman, please? <laughs> This is Brad's favorite thing to talk about. Can we revert Sandman back to the forecast? I just want to play him with Ronan. Yeah. I mean, you you could. I guess you could go, you could play a Ronan Sandman deck uh, with Electro or Wave. Um, But yeah, whatever. Whatever. I'll let it die next. He is is a four power right now. I think you said five, three. He's a a five, four right now. (laughs) Yeah. Shows how much Sandman I play. Yep. All right. Falcon, 2-3. Unreveal, return your one-cost cards to your hand. Definitely behind Beast, but how far behind? Is he the full tier behind? I feel like he is. Yeah, I think he's B tier. I think he's along the lines of Falcon, Black Widow, like Agent Coulson. Like, he plays second second fiddle to his deck. (laughs) Uh, And very oftentimes, it's kind of correct to not even run Falcon in certain uh, versions of the deck, and it's only Beast as the bounce version. Fair. The bounce right. card. Gambit three three on reveal. Discard a card from your hand to destroy a random enemy card. This guy's hard because he breaks your heart both when you play him, when he misses, and when you play against him because he always hits. It's like well, how do you how do you reconcile the two RNGs? Right, but I think he's like around here, C tier. I just I, I don't like think he's B tier. I don't he's he's so easy to cut. He's a card that like I'll see my opponent play and I'm like, yeah, that could have been a lot of different things. But it's just also like, hey, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> you know? Right. Uh when you play him or put him in. So that's the thing, when you play him, you're always in for a chance, but you often like need him to hit something good to stay in the games. So you don't don't want love playing on that kind of margins. Ghost three five ongoing, your cards are always revealed last. Their unrevealed abilities happen last. Kind of forgot that little parenthetical was put there. Uh, Ghosts change. See? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's look at the version that runs Ghost for that control list. I I like it. it. I do like it. Hey, Eliath, I'm a victim here. (laughs) Crush me. (laughs) Yeah. It's tough. So the version that runs Ghost. I disagree with this um, running. See, see, this one has a higher cube rate because it's running Mobius. Uh, but this one's not right. Re- okay, why do people? 
Why? Why do you do this? Why is it either Mobius or Killmonger that you choose to cut for the most part, but then you go to cut Gladiator as your other big three cost? Cut Killmonger. You have Shadow King to reset ones. You have, uh, you know, you have Shang-Chi to kill certain ones if they get out of hand enough. Like, yeah. I, I just, just cut the Killmonger. Ever Let since Kyera came around, like, I don't think the Killmonger is worth it. But you don't if anything, run, run Electra just to kill that Black Bolt, right? Or sorry, Black Knight. And also, like, 0. 0.20, 51% win rate, that's not a bad rate. Um, well, yeah, it's a symptom of Sarah Control being good, and it's going to be good regardless of Ghost. Like, you can either play it smart and not take initiative, or you can use Ghost and brute force it. Right. And either way, you're going to be a victim to the Eliath. It just depends on how much of a victim you want to be. But I'm happy with C. I think it's not it's not up here yet. Maybe eventually. Yeah. But for now, I think C. Where do you put Ghost Rider 4-3 on reveal? Bring back one of your discarded cards to this location. Hella used to use him as a safety valve. Is not really doing that now. He still brings such value. It's like really interesting to think about. It's hard for me to put him in C because yeah. I think he's better than Destroyer. Right. Yeah. And I think he's better than Odin as well, looking at the other list. So I think bottom of B feels right. He's underplayed, I feel. Uh, I think there's it's too much all in on Hela. And I think maybe perhaps if they do eventually entertain a change to hell in some regard um then ghost rider will be back with a, a vengeance so yeah like the black knight ghost rider deck is, is that's going to be really solid and he'll be right back in there how do we evaluate giganto 614 uh, we evaluate you can only play card. this at the left location but he's played a lot in popular and winning decks yep because hella exists and he is yes. a card that is probably I at the most I'll say bottom of C tier. Um, he's just not a good card outside of bringing him back with a Ghost Rider, a Hella, or discarding him for him to be a become a, a four fourteen Ebony Blade. Right. So I I just I think Maybe outside of that he's a bad card. Um, I'll put it this way: if we get any other generic high cost fourteen power six drop you just replace it with giganto especially if to be fair though i'm uh oh okay better example for you if red skull was reverted to a 515 you cut giganto for red skull okay okay because at least you can play the red skull they just get the raw stats and you can kind of play them out right yeah no, that's fair next up goose Two two, ongoing. Nobody can play cards that cost four, five, or six here. I think one of the most underplayed cards. Agreed. At the moment, though, like destroy and hella get around goose, but like in general, I think goose is pretty solid. Still a C tier card, though. Yeah. Now, if Zabu were ever to be changed, like the suggestion I gave to you earlier, she becomes right. a, a B tier card. I think. Well, okay. So what if goose? got changed to care about base cost, not current cost. Then it's 
very possible can climb to an A tier tar- A tier card. Okay. Um, but for now it is a C tier card. Yeah. Um underplayed, I absolutely agree with you. It is a crime that people don't play it, but I can understand why people don't play it. Because you yeah. could just be like, Oh, my opponent played Zabu, my goose is dead. Exactly. Um, it really is. Because you care about that Shang and you care about the Enchantress. Now, would you like to see if they make that change to Goose, for example, that you just proposed? Would you like yep. to see that happen to Crimson Cosmos as well? And you could argue the same to be said for no. um, what's it called? Uh, the Big House. I like those being the way they are, I guess. Where you could sneak under them. You could sneak a Dark Hawk under the Big House with Zabu or vice versa. You know what? Maybe, I mean, for consistency's sake, you probably change them all, but I kind of I like a Goose getting a little more. She has like a purpose and you're like trying to control that protection. Whereas right. the locations is like, I want to be able to make, use my tricks to get in there. So I, I don't know. I can't wait for the to... Reddit thread when that happens. It's like, why does this happen? And not, not, not with yeah. goose. Yeah. Yeah. Inelegant game design. Have they learned nothing? Did they not <laughs> no, go to game design school? Indie company. <laughs> they have hired yeah, bad indie company makes bad game. <laughs> Green goblin three, negative three on reveal switch sides. So we said this last time, it's a B-tier card. Yes. Where Hobgoblin's a C-tier card. Yes. But it's... It's not a good B-tier card. <laughs> Bottom it's not of B-tier one of the... card. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, Ghost Rider's better, right? It's just way more impactful when it hits. Ah, uh, this one hurts me. Hazmat, 2-2, two, two, on reveal, afflict all of their cards with minus one power. I played uh, so much hazmat. She upper, was my avatar for the longest time. Upper C tier. Yeah, that's sad. We can give where you she that. Has to go. Luke Cage it's, came back. It made her go I'm from a bottom C tier to an upper back. C tier. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if you're playing Luke Cage like in a junk hazmat deck, she makes good value. It's just overall the deck is still missing a half step compared to the other top meta decks, so it's tough. Do you think um, we can return to a classic junk style deck? Once we get Cannonball, it could. I mean, like cannonball. without without Annihilus, without Sentry and stuff like that. Yeah. it's purely yeah. just send stuff on your opponent's side, bring back Debris into the fold, and just Hazmat Luke Cage is your real big thing. Was Cannonball a random card though? Uh, it is, uh, and it says um, uh, either move it to replace yep. it with a rock. If it can't be moved, destroy it to replace it with a rock. So either way, they get exactly. a rock is what so, I'm saying. Yes. The problem is that if you are debuffing cards or throwing stuff to their side of the board, like the Widow's Bite and the Goblins, you don't want Cannonball destroying those. You don't care if it moves it. Fair. Like moving it is the spite. You, honestly, you actually want it to get moved and then an extra rock there that can be debuffed later. So well, it puts a slightly different play pattern on Cannonball. True. It could be good. Um, also, the um, White Widow looks insane. Oh, that's a fair point. Yeah, White Widow would be... That White Widow has to be, be a 3-3, right? There's no way it stays as a 2-whatever. White Widow can't release in her state that she's in. We know this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, White Widow's a thing for junk. Um, I, I, the reason I think Cannonball can still work in junk is because I don't think you want to play a Nihilus Sentry in that version. Okay. So it gives you an actual turn five power play because I don't. Right. I'd rather play that and kill a card I've afflicted and give them a rock instead than play a hobgoblin that just potentially misses. And I'm like, whoopsie daisy, I have a goblin now. Right. I mean, but also think about like 
cannonball on the um, man thing lane. It's like, oh, you had an expensive card that was not right. debuffed. Rock. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> I like that. All right. Fun, fun tricks in the future. Unfortunately, as Matt, we're going to wait and see where she can land in the end. Next up, Hella. 6-6 six, six, reads you win the game if the opponent, or you lose the game if the opponent is playing Hella. You lose the game if you're playing Hella. No, no, no. She's S tier. No. Yeah. Get out of here with that. Oh, she yeah. is she is not S tier. She's at least A, top of A. Top of A? Better than Doctor Doom, better than Cerebro, easy. Mm. So okay. We have to we, we have to take so if we talk about her fact that she's a build around card and she defines uh-huh. an archetype. Fully. And, and that was the only thing we we're talking about, I would say yes, she is an S tier yep. card because there is right. no no replacement. There's no, no how do hey hey you have a replacement suggestion, Teddy, for Hella and that Hella I've deck. gotten asked that a couple of times. So there's no replacement. I get that. But the reality is she is a slot machine card. And you can say, oh, she's gotten more consistent. She's gotten more consistent. No, she has not. She has gotten no extra consistency whatsoever. What she's received is cards that can be better in terms of targeting stuff and more consistently fill your discard pile. Or at least more consistently fill your discard pile with things that are um, desirable. She, however, has stayed the same. The RNG is up to the RNGesus. And you have to just live with that. If she hits the high roll and you go off and you win, cool. But just as many times as she will win you games, she will lose you games as well. It just happens that way. She, in a vacuum, is a top of B tier card, in my opinion, based on based on power and strength. If you were to believe Reddit and Twitter of how annoying she is and how her design is lazy or whatever like that, then sure, you can say she's S tier but I just cannot be bothered to say she's S tier. I maybe can concede towards the end of A tier. I cannot concede top of A tier. Well, she's definitely better than Electro. Yeah. She's she's definitely in A tier, man. She's like, she's crazy. We've had so many different eras where Hella's like always stayed there. Whenever there's turmoil in the meta, you play Hella because if you're solid on your fundamentals of snapping or retreating, you can do okay. You can high roll anybody. I will give and now you that. With this new, she's a great eight cube card. Yeah, with this new like ramp Corvus, people are really understanding that you didn't have to go all in on Hella to have a good deck. She can just be another card in a good deck that revives one or two things, and then that's one of the best six cost cards you can play. Yeah. And look, her cube rate is okay. Her win rate right. is not very good, but she is exactly what she advertises. Right. She is exactly as advertised. She is a yeah. RNG machine, a slot machine. You live and die by the eight cuber. And that's how she is. That's the reason I have her in my opinion as like a B tier card or like a very bottom of eight tier card because of the randomness of her. Yeah, we will see. I'll happily revisit this idea soon about Hella in future months. If Corvus or people figure out that like Corvus is broken with her and they end up just fixing it. I still think my favorite Hella deck that I think was the best Hella deck was really the Lockjaw White Tiger 
Silver Samurai, that one. I thought that was the wow. best hella deck because it was the one that truly was the most, in my mind, consistent as far as the power output and felt like it could overcome the RNG aspect so much, uh, a lot more because it was moving stuff to other lanes, right? Yeah. No, that was nice. So, but I'll give you bottom of A tier. I just right. cannot give you S tier. She feels like it. Yes. Helicarrier. Feeling, feeling, you're right. She feels like it. But stats and the way she plays is not S tier. All right. New Helicarrier, 610. When you discard this, fill your hand with random cards. Uh, I'll let you say. It's, it's, it's like towards bottom of C tier, top of D tier. Probably still C tier. Yeah, I think it's still C tier. Like, it's just off meta. It's great for fun. But it doesn't, and again, maybe it's the what is it? Mockingjay, Mockingbird song. I think it's Mockingbird because Mockingjay is Mockingbird right? might like if you pop Helicarrier, basically she's free, uh, which would be really exciting. So there could be some love to this archetype coming out in the Mockingbird, future. Mockingbird, there we go. Look at that. All right. Hey, we're <laughs> we might get some love thing. in the future. Oh, there's Cannonball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait for this month, man. This March is going to be sick pixie oh my goodness yeah wild stuff also wild hell cow <laughs> four eight unrevealed okay. discard two cards from you. your hand i have to ask you yeah. okay we're, it's bottom of c tier very very it's okay it's slightly better than giganto maybe worse right there than with three. Swordmaster. it's it's yeah it's around sword master um yeah okay hell cow question for you because this yep. i don't care about the card anymore we've determined no. we agree c tier yeah someone told me because i asked Hey, I didn't know, like, is this inconsistency? Is this just for the flavor because it's like a vampire cow? Can yeah. can cows, like being a female cow, can they have horns? I thought that was just a strictly a male thing, like steers and bulls. And they're like, There are going to be some species that do have horns. There's like longhorn species that do, okay. but also it's a demon cow. Yeah, that's, that's what I was asking. Like, is it is it more, is it correct? Is it just all for the flavor? Uh, so yeah, yeah I, I, I get it. Just had to ask. Both hands. Ask the resident uh, Texan. I trust so. you. Yeah. I live in Florida. There's a lot of cows in Florida, surprisingly, because you yep. get in the rural, rural parts, and you look out your window and go, cow, and you move on with your life. There's no other but interaction. Do you get the longhorns, though? No, we don't. It's all, like, yeah. dairy cows and, like, the, the cows that just sit there and don't really do anything. <laughs> yep. All right. Human Torch. Cards that sit there and don't really do anything. One, two. Uh, yeah, especially when, when this Killmonger moves, double out. its power. Uh, C tier? Yeah, it's so vulnerable. Uh, better than Dazzler, or I'm sorry, uh, Dagger, or worse than Dagger? Worse. Worse. We'll put her put a right but can, can we figure this out is right it, behind Dagger? Is it worse because of Phoenix Force though? Like Phoenix Force with it is good, but no, because I would rather with it is bad. I would rather hit Dagger or Multiple Man than Human Torch with Phoenix. You Force. would rather hit Dagger? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because That's it's just like you can't kill it with Killmonger, and I. And growing right. up, you know, minimum three instead of doubling is still really high. Yeah, no, you're still going to get probably a game-winning stat line, so. Right. Invisible Woman 2-3 ongoing cards you play here are not revealed until the game ends. Where are you at, girl? Uh, uh, here you are. Uh, remember I'm going to go were in ahead that... and uh, say, I think she's C-tier. 
really just not be remember when there was that little pocket meta where like people were teching in the invisible woman just to make sure your control card went last so that you could sure. killmonger their kitty yeah i recall yeah, um but i don't think we're in a position where that's really anything you want no. to do at the moment and no, you need initiative now yeah and the change to Elioth hitting everything that's behind her is uh backbreaking so much oh, yeah. so that i've seen many living tribunalists drop her completely oh yeah so that's why i lean towards c tier um whether or not you want her to be above destroyer or not it is it could i can see an argument for either one but she's towards the top i think she's consistent enough and interesting enough to warrant it but i don't think she's quite b tier Jane Foster, 5-8, on reveal. Draw all cards that cost zero from your deck. This is just Man, what A-tier? happened to Beta Ray Bill. He disappeared. But yeah, it's I called think People Jane Got is Bored. <laughs> I, I, seriously, it's like it, nothing changed. It's still good. You should still yeah. probably run it in certain decks. Like It's it's fine. Well, uh, it's yeah, also think, they started playing Sandman. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think A-tier. I think she's very good. Um, and the, and the decks line. that she's played in. Good ability. She right. high rolls the decks that she's played in. Yeah, either it's Beta Ray Bill or Thor. You're getting the Mjolnir or Stormbreaker or both, um, especially when you have Odin in hand. You have the magical curve of Thor, Beta Ray Bill, her, Odin with all the hammers and stuff. Or she's doing that against uh, someone when you're playing Mr. Negative and yeah. just says, I win the game. And why are you Why are you staying in the game? Hey, I, did you not see Jane Foster come down? Hey, yeah. wh- why are you still here? Leave. Look back at your phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the scene from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Why are you still here? Right. It's over. <laughs> I have an Iron Man that's an 05 and an 03 uh, Mystique. It's uh, over. You even saw how many cards I drew. I drew four <laughs> cards. What are you doing? Yeah, I had two cards in hand. Now I have six. What Are, are you you Okay. <laughs> Jessica Jones, 4-5, on reveal if you don't play a card at this location next turn, plus 4 power. Bottom of B tier? Um, I think she's like, yeah, defining factor of B tier. Wait, Jessica Jones? Yeah. She's not She's not Series 3. She's Series 2. She's on my list as Series yeah, 3 we, for we some reason. Yeah, we put her in B tier already. <laughs> Why is she okay? Snap dot. Uh, you're right. Snap zone has her in here for some reason. Weird. That's so odd. Everywhere else has been consistent as series three, but yeah, she's series two. Because like, remember, oh, okay, I, you do her with like Storm Infinite stuff in series two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Weird. All right. Oh yeah. On to, on to the juggernaut. Three three uh, on reveal. Move away all enemy cards played here this turn, including unrevealed cards. The most criminally underplayed card in the game. I think that is very true. And I will but say still just B tier? I think B tier. I think it's good. Okay. Um I think yeah. it's probably better than Goblin on average. It's yeah. close between him and Ghost Rider. I think Arrow is a bit better than him though. Um, like Black Bolt's better, so like that. Uh frankly, should Azorman be a bit lower now that I'm looking at this? Uh, yes. Maybe around like here. Okay. Um, but yeah, Juggernaut is like very good. It's just the problem is, uh, it's a little awkward because like the cards you want to play it with, um, like you wish you were being more efficient with your energy. Like, yeah, I could play Juggernaut after Storm when I and float one energy and effectively win that lane. Um, or 
I could be energy efficient and play Jessica Jones, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, which people for some reason will choose that. Um, but I think Juggernaut, yeah, criminally underplayed, underrated. Good card. Kingpin, 2-3. When an enemy card moves here, afflict it with minus 2 power. Now, I initially love this change, but he's not really panned out. See? Yeah. Probably better than Invisible Woman. Not better than Destroyer. Fair enough. Because at least Destroyer is a big guy. <laughs> yeah, he's at least a big guy. Leader, 6-2. On reveal, copy the enemy cards with the highest power played this turn, but on your side. Who is Hear the most out. hated card in Snap? It probably will probably Leech. Leader is number yeah, two. Yeah, it's probably I think Leech took over the mantle. Okay, hear me out. Right now, in this meta, recording today, okay, February twenty second, twenty twenty four. With how yeah, I know. Brad how has, many for those big, of you listening at home, placed him in the A tier. With how many big cards there are and how many impactful cards that can come down on a singular effect, especially amount of decks that play a singular card. Also in conjunction with Sandman ramp. Very, very good. I think, I think it's better than everything you see there on B tier. Oh no. <sighs> I, I, I is know he actually good though. Like up against Hella, you don't want to copy Hella unless you've discarded things. That's the only card that's actually right, played. You're probably discarding things now than the version of Hella you're, or the version of Sam and Ramp you're playing with Corvus. You're saying that, yes, yeah, explicitly in that deck. Yeah. 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 Which is where he's I mean, if you can moment. do that, then, he, then he's going to be fine. If you're playing against Destroy, you get one thing. They probably play at least two. But you probably get um, Null or a big Deadpool. And again, yes. you're try if you have priority going into that turn, you probably win the lane at which he's played in or wherever you grab whatever it is. And now it's up to winning the 50-50 of where that other card goes. Man, I love this this stat line. The the version of the card that they chose <laughs> the, for the, the tier list one. is the six seven <laughs> copy the cards thing. on the lane to the right of him. And it was like, <laughs> was so what was that? <laughs> Talk about unelegant design. That was like the peak of unelegant design for Snap. People were confused for the entire time he existed. Like right. you might as well have just banned the card. Like <laughs> just remove it from the game for a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Um look, I I I will admit it might it might be overzealous, but I think right in this vacuum of the last season and a half of big cards, because Blob still exists. Yes. Right? And like Darkhawk still exists and like just big final big turn plays uh, that aren't balanced or like, cause like, I think the majority of the meta, it's not like there's a lot of like throw up your hand type of stuff anymore. Um, now, of no. course him there's against Sarah control Sarah, doesn't all. feel very good. Right. Sure. There's, there's games where he's not great, but on average, the games in which you're playing, people are typically playing a card that's pretty big on turn six. It's a singular card. Maybe it's a couple card like destroy or something like that. Uh, but typically you're getting something to be able to win. And we're not even talking about then in the Sandman ramp list where you can go him on five and then Odin, the leader is also backbreaking, especially. Okay. By the way, him with Sandman is insane. Just with Sandman in general is absolutely insane. Yes. Him with Sandman in general is insane, but I think that him in general is B tier. Okay, I will, I will, I will relinquish that. That is fine, but I think at the moment, I think he, 
he has his moment under the sun at the moment or right now. I, I think he, yeah. he is a tier quality at the moment, but I think on average you know, we can say B tier. Lockjaw, three two. After you play a card here, swap it with a card in your deck once um, per turn. I think he's also this is like now vying with one of the most winningest cards all time for like the lifespan of the game. True. Lockjaw's insanely good. You have to go A tier. Some will argue S tier, I think. I will say not better than a lot of cards in A tier because of the randomness stuff. Um, right. I think he's A tier. I think we have to be careful about the winningness cards in the game thing, like with death and stuff like that, because sure. it's like Yankee fans being uh, yelling out 27 rings, you know? Uh-huh. I don't care what you did in 1903, buddy. Your grandfather wasn't alive then. <laughs> Your great grandfather possibly wasn't alive then either. Shut up. <laughs> like, so I think it's a little bit, you know, disingenuous uh, to point to the history, though context, uh, context matters and contextually, Lockjaw has survived the test of time, even when, dude, okay, if we had old Lockjaw, this is S tier. This is a, possibly a tier on his own again because the stupid right. fact that you can just go stone, 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 stone on him and you're like, cool. I win that lane, and I was winning the other lanes too. All right. right. (laughs) But I think now, I think he's averaged out to be quite the RNG machine, much like Hela. Um, I think he's a little bit better than Hela. Often you'll see those two together in the same deck, but because of the fact that is not what I clicked on. I actually clicked on a a thingy. Um, But uh, because he has more applications and other types of decks like just thor um you can do i mean just to, i mean look even the win rate's a bit better popularity i think is actually a bit better than hella too so you can do thanos yeah, lockjaw because he's in thanos as well right and mm-hmm. he's in the thor lockjaw like that he, had he gets his name on different decks version yeah. and stuff so so it's good it's good for sure also good for sure, Luke Cage. 3-4, ongoing your cards. Can't have their power reduced. I love the change. I wish that he could have stayed a two-cost. Because I think out of those two costs that got changed, he was the least, what, abused? Right. Um, but somewhere in, for now. in the middle of B tier, like around yeah. like Agent Coulson, Black Bull kind of stuff, just because when he's impactful, he's very impactful. When he's not, he's kind of mid it's a yeah, flip of the no, coin. I'd agree. Um, and he, unlike Mobius, who I will compare him to as a global effect type of thing, Luke Cage, you see the fruits of your labor pretty much immediately. Uh, Mobius, right. there's that always that possibility of like maybe they had a Sarah in their deck or a Lockjaw. They just said, I'm not going to play it because I see the Mobius. You know, you don't really see that. Luke Cage, it's yeah. like, yeah, you, you know if he was impactful or not. Exactly. Mimbaku one two. If this is in your deck at the end of the game, it jumps to a random location. This We're snapping, is, right? Um, I think bottom of D. It's no. not quite bot territory it's because definitely it is terrible. Someone can play him in Cerebro, and I don't care. You're okay. You're it's right. Still he's really F-tier. bad. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I tried. I tried to convince myself he's F tier. Damn it. Uh, he's got good art. Uh, magic. 3-2. Also great art. 
On reveal, replace this location with limbo. Doesn't work after turn five. I'm saying S tier. You're going she, all the way to S tier. You is... how vulnerable the keeping limbo is. Yeah, I think the simple fact that as a three cost, how just warping. Like I think, I think we've grown numb to it, Teddy. Because let's look at her play rate. Because we we saw her everywhere for the last three seasons when we've done our little end of the season. Like, what's your most viewed location? It's been limbo, limbo. every single time. Yes. Um, I just think that the fact that she is in so many archetypes can be put in so many archetypes. The argument for her to be in any deck I could see. Um, I, I just I think she's crazy. Twelve point eight percent. That is wow high. Wow, I didn't realize it was that high. And a negative win percentage, but positive cubes. Right. That's how she rolls. There, yep. That's how she rolls. Because, you know, it, it is a double-edged sword, of course, uh, while oh, she's yeah. holding a double-edged sword. Um, the uh, the idea of, you know, ex- extending the game for both you and your opponent, uh, you're helping your own game plan, but you could be helping theirs. Uh, so I, I think, but I think that what she represents with the meta and how she's always an option always available in various different archetypes and just is so accessible as a three cost now. Um, like we, we'll just look at, look at this. You see a couple different tribunal lists. Um, you see uh high Evo um, or the, like, you know, the, that's true. The Hulk drop deck is so good and she leads that. So this is a tier one deck. Yeah. She is a tier. It has been for a while. And she is one of the best cards in the deck. I would argue this deck cannot exist with her as her old version as a five cost because the fact that you can enable the option of going magic and then leech on five, pass on six, and just say, cool. Like it yep. is the, this is the best leech deck by far. Right. Because of magic. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Cause then you get to protect the limbo. Now, I'll it let you decide them. where she is in S tier. I think she's better than the destroy stuff because of how impactful she is. But I put her behind it for now, but I will sure. we can discuss that once we kind of combine all of the tiers. Right. Magneto, six twelve on reveal, move all enemy three and four cost cards to this location. It's gotta be right up there just like behind Doctor Doom, right? Yeah, it, it's A tier. It's one of the best generic yeah. cards in the game. Best one of the best generic six drops, of course. Not as good as Doctor Doom because Doctor Doom goes wide and has much better applicability. Um or much much better application, I guess is a better way of phrasing that. Uh than Magneto, but the disruption, I will never forgive Second Dinner for making Blob. My yep. reasoning is I will never forgive them for making Blob because I hate Magneto. I hate Magneto. It is my least favorite card in the game. It is the one that I lose to the most uh, that makes me angry. Cannot stand Magneto. And because and this, this card had an abysmal play rate prior to Blob. Blob yeah. gave this card the resurgence that it needed and it opened people's eyes to like, oh yeah, Magneto is actually a pretty good card. I I yep. yearn for the days where people forgot that this was a good card. Uh-huh. Those were the days Perf- yeah, when like, your forecasts would stay where you played them. Miss <laughs> Marvel, Omega Red, yeah. Darkhawk, yep. Sentry, The Void, right? Like these are all crazy impactful cards. Uh, excuse me, crazy impactful Now they're sitting cards. on Rickety Bridge. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you wanted to keep those, Brad. They are not I did. keepable. I did. Please, Maria Hill, one two on reveal. Add a random two cost card to your hand. She um has just gotten edged out of all these card generation 
Yeah. X, so she's, that good. she's somewhere in C tier. I'll just plop her in the middle just to be safe. Um, All right. But uh, yeah. Better than Agent 13, or 13 though. Oh, yeah. Master Mold 2 2. On reveal, add two Sentinels to your opponent's hand. This guy's been struggling. <sighs> yeah. On one hand, I want to put him towards the bottom of C tier, right? Because yep. at least he's okay in his archetype. But then even in his archetype, there are versions where it's just like you don't run him and you're like Maximus is enough. Exactly, because Maximus is next and got so much better. 2-6, unreveal your opponent draws two cards. 2-6, baby, this is nice. A tier? Probably bottom of A tier? Now you're really putting it to me. Or top of B tier, bottom of A tier. It's one or the it's, other. The stat line close. is so good, and the power level is great. Obviously, if I'm playing Destroy and they play Max, I laugh at them a little bit. Um, yeah. But in all the other situations, we we roll these. I'll say B. I, I think B makes a bit more sense as I think about it a bit more. Um, but man, what a what a boon for Sarah Control. Oh yeah, a fantastic card. Next up. A bizarre option that, if you guys remember, was the Battle Pass card on game launch. Oh, yeah. Four or five, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. And he's still if a, a card, C-tier card. To, he's still a C-tier card, and he's never changed. Yeah, he's always been a C-tier card, even when Silky Smooth was around. Like, if we had another option besides him, uh, like, that's the best deck that could make use no, of him. He had that one moment. He had that one moment where he was, like, the Black Bolt good cards... It played Miles as well. Yes, because it, it ran Polaris and yeah. Jeff. That's yep. right. And Weird even times, then, man. It's, it was like the worst card in the deck. Kind of, yeah. So. Mr. Negative, archetype defining, four minus one on reveal, swap the power and cost of all cards he in might, your deck. He might be the, the king of C tier. Yeah. Yeah. He probably is. Because like, I mean, Ravona helps, Zabu helps, cool. Um, but, you know, it's just... He's just looking at the the kind of players that play Mr. Negative now are all going to switch and play Pixie. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a bit more fun of a deck, I imagine. Uh, Pixie's yeah. also probably going to be a C-tier card, by the way, um, because of the randomness. Until they change the, well, maybe after they change the interaction with Mobius. And if they uh, don't, it's... We don't know what the mo- interaction is yet because they uh, they don't comment on data mine cards. We'll find out probably right. next month. Yeah, mum's the word, my friends. But <laughs> we were foreshadowing this next one, Mojo 2-2, ongoing if both sides here are full plus six power, both sides being your side of the location and your opponent's side of the location. Yep, where were the, they at? Uh, I said, I said actual, he goes right behind Dazzler, and I'm sticking to The actual to romance it. with Jean Grey. <laughs> Funny that they released Jean Grey with no synergy. I guess she has kind of synergy with Cyclops, but no one's playing her in High Evo. Right, because <laughs> no you synergy with Wolverine. Doing. Yeah. Yeah, but it's actually Mojo is her, That's her love. romantic. Where's my power oh. couple, Mojo and, and Jean Grey? <laughs> Please, make the art. All right, Moon Knight, 3-3, three, three, no, unrevealed. No, no, dis- don't make the art. That's awful. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Discard a card from each player's hand. Moon Knight used to be like uh, the de facto better than Gambit, but now Gambit is like de facto better than okay. Moon Knight. Is, is F tier too harsh? <laughs> no, he's not played. Like, where is he? I can't 
find him. Oh, there he is. Yeah, I I I really think he's he's like top of F tier. Like he maybe he's actually bottom of D tier, but God, he's so bad. And he has such great art. Why is yep. he so bad? He could be three five and C play, but three four he probably still doesn't. Yeah, I think F tier is fine. I actually I'm sticking to I'm sticking to my guns. I'm saying he's F tier. He's that bad. Mysterio 2-4, as you play this, play illusions to other locations. Disguise this as an illusion until the game ends. Uh, it's, it's, it reminds me of Falcon, Black Widow, Collingwing in this general area. Like, it is a B-tier card. Play second fiddle as a great support option to the archetypes it's played in. Uh, loves getting hit by Bast. Loves being played in Patriot. Yep. Loves being played in Bounce. Yep. Um, and to be fair, it's amazing with Hitmonkey. It is the reason you play Hitmonkey for the most part. Are there, I mean, I guess I guess Hit Monkey is the reason you play Mysterio. I should say that the other way. Um, yes, yes. But Ben Bro's favorite card is a cool card. Uh, I wish, I wish we. Do you think it's time to go back to a two-five Mysterio? Maybe the um, especially because that is a nice sidestep because Bast interaction would stay the same. That side is not buffed. Um, but then just a normal play of him no, in Patriot it's, it's is buffed. buffed. What? He's a 2-6 with Bast. Makes three threes. Yeah, but the, the five power middle would stay three with Bast. Yeah. Yeah, so, so totally it, the six. interaction with Bast is not buffed. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. I thought you were Sorry, saying... Was... Um, yeah, I misunderstood. Apologies. Okay. But yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and I miss I miss seeing Mysterio on turn two. I miss those decks. Remember when he was a, a mainstay in Destroyer? Or I'm sorry, Destroy. Yeah. Not Destroyer. Yep. Like, that's crazy to me. You just had to have more tokens on the board. Yeah. It was fun. Mystique, one of the cards that has really withstood the test of time. I was calling for Mystique nerfs, like, way, way back. Shocked it never came around. Now the game is kind of balanced out that I'm pretty fine with her, where she's at 3-0 on reveal. If the last card you played has an ongoing, copy its text. If it is in play, how much do you like Mystique? I like her in B tier. Okay. I think she's impactful, but I think she's she kind is. of uh, grown to be largely unnecessary in a lot of archetypes in which you'd rather just play another type of effect that's ongoing. That's just good. Particularly in Zabu shells uh, is where I, I, I kind of look at mostly that have yeah, kind of cut targets of late are Hawk and Miss Marvel. Right. And but then I'd rather just run more four drops to make use of my better use of my Zabu than a Mystique to maybe hit a couple things. Um though you can still do it and I would never fault you for doing it because copying Darkhawk is still pretty good. Right. Then it's just a little more of a high roll and you have to find that middle ground. Right. Negasonic 3 2 after an enemy card is played here destroy it once per game. So you cool. said Juggernaut is one of the most criminally underplayed cards. I think this I, is the most yeah. criminally un underplayed card. Fair. I would go as far as to put her just above Black Bolt. Okay. Yep. think she's a B-tier card, has potential to be an A-tier card, but the fact that she has two power, she's stuck there, um, and I don't think can have any room to get buffed any more additional power, makes her kind of... Uh, always a b-tier card uh but you know how she gets buffed brad uh surfer 
No, you play her uh, with um, Iron Lad. Oh, That's yeah, been yeah. the most effective use I've seen of her. If, like they Iron Lad the Negasonic, and then they play Negasonic, and there's like that layering of effects is what's so brutal in multiple lanes. It's like, I can't get out of this. I have to sacrifice a good card. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. All right, Nick Fury, 4-5 on reveal. Add three random six-cost cards to your hand. He had That's... like a blip where he was getting played. It's right by Namor. Um, man, he's hard to use. Yeah, he's like, I would say, just better than no, Helicarrier. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But not as good as Atuma. Okay. Omega Red, 4-5. Take it away, Brad. Ongoing, if you're winning here, plus 3 power at all other locations. Yeah. Um, I think this is a top 10 card in the game. I'm trying to... So, I think it's an S-tier card. Because if we look ahead at what other cards are coming into, uh, coming into the fray... Yeah. Um, I, I think... Do we think there's going to be a total of 10 cards in S tier? Yes, for sure. So I think he has to be an S tier based on that, at least by my own personal rankings. I just think it's so good. I think it's actually a bit underplayed at the moment. People kind of played around with the, the buff, and then Corvus just came out, right? Yeah, I think that both him and Ms. Marvel are being underplayed at the moment, and it's just like, it's Destroy and Hella. Hella's like the flavor of the month, and Destroy has just like been gaining so much traction. But he'll be right back in it as soon as any changes come out. Interaction with Zabu. And yeah. we talk about Dr. Doom Magneto being top of A tier because of their generic strength you can put in any yep. deck. Honestly, Omega Red is really close to being generic enough um, yeah. to just being able to do that. Uh, if you want to just play a good stuff deck, you probably want him in a Zabu deck. You really do. But man, he is just so good, especially with like Super Giant. Um, to hide his his ability um, or just play him late on turn six uh, with the help of Zabu to be able to play a couple of four drops. And then you're yeah. just like, wow, guess what? My opponent, I had a Baxter building in my back pocket all along. You didn't know about it. Yep. And you know that math you did over there where you're like, oh, I can get up to 16. They're at 15 right now. That lane is full. I know I can exactly win that. That's perfect. Well, guess what? Not anymore. I'm actually nope. at 18. Sorry. Like that is so powerful to have that ability. Um, he, I, I know it might to most people watching this might be shocked by him being S tier. He's just so good. He's bottom of S tier though. Let me start by saying that. Like, I think as far as top 10 in cards in the game, he is right at 10. So it's close, but I think he's, he just sneaks in. Yep. He's, he's right in there. Orca. 611 ongoing plus five power if this is your only card here is orca worse than destroyer i think it is uh, or is it just right there not by much frankly okay okay like, you're going you play... not by much I, I was curious if you're going to take like significantly worse or just similar no i think they're pretty close i think if destroyer is okay. playable orca is kind of playable the only difference is Destroyer wants to be played on top of like a lane that has a Cosmo or ha you want to have an established like other like armor stuff going on. Um, Orca wants to be played by himself, but I don't know. It, it, they're really close. Destroyer's a bit better because you can play him in a lane with other people, um, but for the most part, Orca's fine. Yeah. Patriot, 
three one ongoing your cards with no abilities have plus two power i thought this was going to be a deck that was an evergreen but it's really slipped recently a lot and so much so like again if we talk about the simple fact much like we talk about hella we talk about the simple fact that there is no replacement for this card you cannot say in a youtube comment for one of your videos studying be like hey teddy what's a replacement for patriot in this patriot deck there is no option um the option is go kick rocks so for that he's a tier or s tier for that alone however in his pure power output and what he's able to do what patriot decks are looking to do and how good they are how often you see them played they're a tier two deck probably tier 2.5 really so i think currently it's a B tier card. Yeah, I would agree. Just above average. I'd say right behind Falcon, because I think Bounce is just a little bit better. And he's got his girlfriend Mystique. They put it perfect right next to each other. And then Cerebro standing off on his own. What a big lad. Yeah. Polaris, 3-5 on reveal. Move an enemy one or two cost card to this location. Is this another instance of just a card that should be played more that kind of fell out of favor for no seemingly good reason so do you play that more or do you play spider-man more see that's that's the thing so they both serve similar roles right but polaris i think i I, i'm intrigued by polaris as we were talking about like the cannonball thing with like yeah um, yeah. like uh like the the junk kind of deck i was intrigued thinking about like debris and then polaris to try and clog up a singular lane with a rock and stuff like that um I I like that a bit more. I think the agency of Polaris is slightly better than Spider-Man's. However, the option of Spider-Man being able to be played on a negative location um, or a card you don't want him or a location he doesn't want to stick on and swing away from it is pretty nice. Um, But, or even better, get into a location you can't access like Luke's Bar, uh, Sanctum Santorum, Death's Domain. Um, So I think overall, Spider-Man is, I don't know, like a hair better than Polaris, but I think the agency of Polaris is better than Spider-Man's. Right. Yeah, no, I would agree. And I think that we could see Polaris in more decks, just that being able to fill that spot is so pivotal. Right. Psylocke, 2-2, two, two, on reveal next turn, you get plus one energy. Ye old standby. She's so good. Yeah, so Bay, Bay, B. She is yeah. Bay, B. Yep. Okay. Uh, somewhere in here as well, like around Falcon, Patreon, and stuff like that. Um, I tried the classic Thanos list today, by the way, on stream yep. uh, with uh, the 2-2 two, two Psylocke, try and go into some like, you know, Devil Dino on four Blue Marvel Professor X kind of thing. Right. It just couldn't keep up. It's another deck that kind of feels like it just can't keep up with what other decks are doing right now. It, it It's making me, as I'm playing all these decks, like Destroyer, like this classic Thanos list and stuff like that. And I'm seeing more and more of like how they just seemingly can't keep up with a lot of the current meta. It makes me a bit worried about the future of Snap in the sense of like, we need to tone down some of these top, like, like, uh, like go tall type of cards is where I'm kind of leaning. But Psylocke still is a fine card. They go real tall. Too tall. Quake, also very fun card. This is a reworked Quake 2-3 on reveal. Swap the positions of the other two locations. Oh, she's good, Brad. She's good. 
I I think she is good, but I also think she's like towards the bottom of B. Really? You go all the way down there? Where I are just, you going to put Legion? Legion? Legion has to be an A tier, right? A tier, absolutely you right. A tier. You don't put is, Quake up there? At least top of B? Um, I just don't see enough of a disparity between the play uh, or the, the win percentage and cube rate of like the decks that are locked down that run Quake versus don't. And we haven't seen her catch on as this like ultimate tech card that you like a la, uh, uh, what's his name? Shadow King. Like you haven't yeah. seen that where she just shows up in lists as like the token two drop in your list or like a Jeff or whatever. We just haven't seen that stick. She's really only found a home in, in, um, in lockdown really. Well, I mean, I could be wrong. Let's, let's just double check, make sure I am remembering correctly. Uh, with I play her in Loki. You have her in Loki? Yeah. So her top deck is, in fact, Loki. Yeah, it's the Lambie Loki deck from like oh, a, okay. a few weeks ago. And so then Lockdown, would, Lockdown. Would do it. There's a random Darkhawk list that has it uh, instead of playing Rogue as well, Mobius. Oh, I've seen this list. Yeah, um, exactly. Then some random stuff. This is last 30 days. What about last patch? So probably last, a lot less. Yeah, last last hey, thirty days that. we saw nine, like almost ten thousand, almost yeah. ten thousand, almost ten thousand, six thousand games, five thousand games, a lot of games played because that was around the time she got buffed. Since last week, it's fallen off really hard. Yep. It, again, I also think it's a thing of, it's a symptom of Marvel Snap players the average player the community is too much of a follower just do the easy thing find whatever your create favorite creator posts as the next deck or whatever next hotness and then just give up on the cards you were trying to play last week or week before i think that's just too... no no chat you, you don't have to listen to brad here definitely follow whatever i'm playing <laughs> <laughs> We so can have that, fun finding new stuff all the time. It's totally fine. Cult so Quake of the could new, be cult of the new. I say Quake. Quake could be a symptom of that. She actually. Sure. I'll, I'll say she probably is a symptom of that. Pretty yeah, likely. I think she'll mellow out somewhere um, in there. So for now, I do think B. Though I, I can, I can happily push her up a bit more in B tier. Where did you put um, Scarlet Witch? Out of curiosity. Uh, I think I said. C, yeah. Okay. C tier. Just because the so randomness. That, that makes sense. She falls out for a lot of other decks. Uh, yeah. But that's really your analog. All right. Quinjet, one, two, ongoing. Cards that didn't start in your deck cost one less. Minimum of one. Very important parenthetical right there. I think Quinjet, very good. Yeah. Not A tier, though. Probably B. It's not C. Yeah. Just where and B does it end up? Like, I, I think it ends up probably around the middle somewhere. Uh, I'm good with that. I love seeing it on one just with all of these oh, generating decks. it feels decks great. Does, You're just like, oh. It does really well. Oh, it, it might be, dare I say, the most satisfying on-curve play in Marvel Snap. I mean, it'll be one of them for sure because you know that Loki deck is going to really tee off. Right. Red Skull. 5 of 14 ongoing enemy cards here have plus 2 power. 
So is it just that Shang is too everywhere for Shuri to come back right now? Or is it that, like, Blob still goes just as tall? It's a combination of, like, all the other decks have the ability to go nearly as tall as Shuri that goes ham, like, and just does what yeah. they want to do. And on top of that, destroy is also a big thing for for Shuri decks. Like, it just... Yeah, destroy can easily keep up with what Sherry does, right? Um, and I mean, so can Hella. So yeah, yeah. So I do think Red Skull is probably still B tier towards the bottom of B tier. It's not bad enough to be C tier. I think it's just it's it's kind of lost its place in the meta, and it, it it's bound to come back eventually. I don't know. It's gonna have to be like buffs for it to come back at this point, and that's wild uh, or, to think about. Or nerfs. But... I I would say most likely nerfs is what brings. You it think back. that we're gonna hit an age of nerfs where they start just ban hammering everything that's probably. Good? I think we're okay. Quick, ta- quick little sidebar tangent, Teddy. I think right. we're rapidly approaching a plateau point in Marvel Snap, where a lot of the design choices they've made over the last year are going to catch up with them. And they're going to have to make some massive changes. It might not be this year. I think next year, though. I think sometime next year, they go, oh, crap. Uh, we uh, Everything kinda, we release is too good. We've kind of dug ourselves a little bit of a hole. Um, and, and I think it's particularly just like the go tall aspect of, of the game is where we're heading. You look at like, you know... Um, Blob, you have Elytha, is just great for having priority. Um, Thanos, making use of anything that's big ever. Um, what's his name? Uh, Cole, as another 410 Sentry yep. with Annihilus. Like they're they're slowly reaching that plateau point, and I think it's uh, it's getting closer. Well, yeah, I think that the main thing that I'm watching is like cards. Everything that's coming out that have cards that have good abilities also have good stat lines like loki released at three five like that was just a good stat line and then a game warping effect and then you have call it three five that's a like a game warping stat or game warping ability with a with a good good stat line so that's just kind of where we're landing and so then the tall cards have to be even taller to stand out just because of the stat lines and that's where you go into crazy town so we'll see what happens next up rescue four four on reveal if you play a card at this location next turn plus five power uh, she feels like she should be good, but in practice, she just never really pans out. Right. I, I'd say probably better than Dagger, worse than Mojo Dazzler, because like right. generically good, but doesn't have a home. Rock slide three three on reveal. Shuffle two rocks into our opponent's deck. Uh, if Korg is B tier, Rock slide is A tier. Yeah, he's got to be A tier now. Question: Is the three three better than the four five version? Or yes. Worse? Because it's not the four six. It was a four six. Remember when it was a four six? Like crazy. I do remember when it was a four six. Um, Crazy time. Three three. I think is actually even better than a four six because the consistency of being able to play it on three without the aid of Zabu. um, Because prior to Zabu, he conflicts with Darkhawk, and if you have Darkhawk, yeah, I guess you play Rockslide on four, and you set up Darkhawk for later. Um, You always like Rockslide first, right? It's just a little awkward, right? So. Uh, yeah. yeah, Rock Slide. Also, you can even go Darkhawk on five. Mystique Rock Slide is a really cool thing to do as well. So, uh, yeah, I like yeah, Rock if Slide. That, if you had the Hawk underneath Shang in that position. so Yep. Yep. 
Rogue 3-2 on reveal. Steal the text from an enemy ongoing card here. She is your budget enchantress. Oh, so fun, but so sometimes I'm gonna I'm gonna smack her right in see through first off. And I would also Where did we like put to... Enchantress. What? Where did we put Enchantress? Uh, Enchantress was B tier. Yeah, Taurus is top of B tier. Like Rogue might have to be there as well. Well, here's my reasoning as to uh, not as good as Enchantress. Okay. Um, it's dependent on your opponent A having a card you want to steal, and B having it be alone in a lane, which lately yes. is becoming less and less common. Usually, with well, all... yeah, opponents have really gotten smart about putting kind of the effects they don't care about you stealing just right there as protection. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, on top of which, I would go as far as to say we talked about Ghost Rider, Polaris, Juggernaut. We talked about Goose as like all these cards that are like criminally underplayed. I think Rogue is criminally overplayed. I see her way more often than I feel like I should. And every time I'm just like, doesn't feel like this is the meta for her. Doesn't feel like you should no, be No, right now it's her. definitely not. It's a, it's a legacy to just being in lists when Ms. Marvel is popular, but yeah. We're out of the ongoing meta right now, guys. We're in the we're in the Shang era. We're in the Valkyrie era. 40% play rate, baby. Yeah, hit us with the Ronin 5-5 five, five. ongoing plus 2 power for each card in your opponent's hand. They keep trying to make Ronin happen. <laughs> He's He's trying his hardest. He's, he's playing his little heart out. He's probably pretty high in B tier, I would say. Yeah, he's, he's not A tier yet. He's not. They want him yeah, to be in A tier so bad. If they we put if they Devil us, Dino in A, right? We did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So okay. he's not as good as Devil Dino. Um, if they just give us one more card like a Master Mold or a Maximus for Ronin, just to that's good. Or if they just buff Master Mold, frankly, um, Ronin could jump to A tier and rival Devil Dino. Because now, head-to-head is bigger than Devil Dino. Yeah. So that counts for something. He's getting that little bit of surge right now with the Sandman ramp, and I love to see it. Sauron, 3-2, on reveal. Remove the abilities from all ongoing cards in your hand and deck. The Sauron Um, trailer list has also just fallen by the wayside. Um, Yeah. Sauron is good in that deck but that deck is now not good so yeah b tier seems about fair to me right sentry 410 you can't play this at the right location on reveal at a minus 10 power void to the right location so i think top of a tier okay easily i could be swayed for s tier are uh, yeah so would we put well i guess first off what's the best of the junk trifecta hood sentry or annihilus it's annihilus all right, then do you put a Nihilus S tier? Probably, yes. Okay. Actually, I think yeah, that definitively it, yes. I think that out of that crew, yeah, it would be a Nihilus and not Sentry, but obviously they're very closely tied. Yeah, so I, I could see Sentry. Sentry's probably a top 15, top 20 card in the game. Yeah. Not that quite a top so 10. Effective. So I'm I'm happy with top of A, and also top of A in both versions of the list, by the way. Do we have another S tier entry already? It's Sarah, 5-4, ongoing cards in your hand, cost one less, minimum one. Yep. Uh, she is going to probably live in S tier. I would say better than Magic to, right? and Omega Red. Yeah. Um, it, honestly, 
I think right behind Deadpool, I think she's third. I think right now it's Shang-Chi, Shang, Deadpool, Deadpool, and Sarah. Sarah. I'm, I'm with you. I think she's ahead of death. It really, it's it's almost above Deadpool. I could be swayed. I guess it depends on the day that we talk about this. Um, well, yeah, partly because just like Destroy has so many that are going to be there. Right. And Sarah kind of stands out. But I do think Deadpool is better right now. Deadpool is not so good against Shadow King, though. 2-2 on reveal. Set all cards here to their original base power. A tier. Another criminally underplayed control card. Yep. But I guess the problem is that it's so matchup dependent and Hella is not going to have any good targets for you. And neither is like a bunch of other decks, but it's so good against Destroy look, right look now. Look at the 4-3 stat line, dude. Good God. <laughs> oh, um, no. A tier, though. A tier. It, it, is, okay. it is just below Shang as far as uh, well, yeah. comparing all the removal spells or removal cards um, or interaction-based cards. It's better than Enchantress. I think it's the only interaction type of card that is going to be an A tier. You have like Shang, Shadow King is A tier, and then B tier is like where kind of all the other ones live. Because we already put Leech in B or A. Leech is a series three card, right? Oh, we get to rank that later on. Let's go. Next Wait. up, Shanna, 3-2 on reveal at a random Wait, one cost. Wait, wouldn't we have already? No. Where is Leech? I thought we already did Leech. Yeah, I think we, he's, is he B? Or is, no, he's A. He's A. We have him in A. That makes sense. Oh, okay, so that's the other one. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He's he's a Series 2 card, not A. Not series right. 3. But not A, Shanna. <laughs> uh, certainly not A. Are we snapping or is it just uh No, D? I don't, I, I actually think it's probably C tier, realistically. Oh, okay. Um, Let's just check the stats real quick. I don't think she's horrible. I think she's pedestrian, right? But <laughs> this is not not voting well All for right. my voting. We're confidence. snapping. We're snapping. <laughs> There's the hello list. Oh, oh, oh my no. god! All right, we're hold on. Twenty-seven point seven percent. How is that possible on, to be that is, bad? Okay, is that the worst win rate we've ever seen? The top, <laughs> the top. Wait, ten, twelve. The top 12, 12 decks playing her in ranks 80 to 100 okay. uh, are Agatha decks. Well, she's, she that's, can't be in C. That's drastically. She cannot be in C. No, no, no. I'm sorry. This is drastically reducing her, her because this is this is incorrect inflation. For some reason, the Agatha farm list right now. Let me, let me take mm-hmm. out post-infinite. See, okay, look at that. I take out post-infinite, drastic change because there's no Agatha farm. No Ag of the Farm list. Uh, okay. So still let's, see, let's see your stats now. Away from Agatha. Okay. 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 Look at that. She's C tier. She is mm. C tier. We had a little bit of a panic <laughs> with the Agatha freaking us out, but it was Agatha all along, Teddy. Is she C tier? Okay. I'll give it to you. She's C tier. Not very good, but she's not bottom barrel. Next up, She-Hulk, 610. Costs one less for each unspent energy last turn. This A-tier. used to be like the most dominant card ever. She's right. kind of fallen off, but she still has a great home in that um, high Evo deck, right? Okay, so I'm putting her for now. Uh, better than Dracula. Masking okay, you. fair enough. Oh, Matt, like, do you think she's oh, better than Dracula? You're asking me, is she better than Dracula? No, she's not better than Dracula. What about Daredevil? 
this was actually their Valentine's Day pairing. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um she I put her between Shadow King and Hella, but Okay. I will accept that. Okay. Shuri, 4-1 on reveal. If you play your next card at this location, double its power. So we talked about Sauron being yeah. uh, B-tier. Right. if there is an A-tier card to live in a Shuri deck, it is Shuri because her yeah. ability is so obscenely broken. And I will stand by obscenely broken. And I think she's also criminally underplayed in the sense that it feels like she should be just good generically in a lot of different decks. And the idea of going all in on her in a Shuri deck, of course, is, is a thing you want to do. Um, but I feel like she should probably be played a bit more in some other archetypes. Not a lot, but I think there's a few other archetypes where she should be okay. Like, I, I'd be interested in like a Thor, Jane Foster type of deck. Um, like, what if you miss... Like, hear me out. What if you go Thor on three, you miss your beta ray bill on four, so you just play Shuri instead okay. and get a 16 power Jane. Yeah, that replaces the beta ray, right? Right. Pretty close to it. It'd be interesting. Or I don't know. The problem bigger. is that Shang is at 40%. So that means you're also playing armor on two. Correct. You're right. Um, but I, I do think I do think even with the Shang meta, you can still win with Shuri lists. Yeah, you can try. <laughs> it just means you need the armor. But well, I'll so, put her probably a little lower, like for now, like like bottom of A. Okay, I like it. Ooh, Silver Surfer, 3-2 on reveal. Give your other three cost cards plus two power. He's been in and out with this Surfer meta. Right now he's kind of out, so... Yeah, middling B-ish. Yeah, probably. Like, you see him and you're like, oh, wow, Surfer. Uh, I think Shaw is what's keeping this deck active in any way Shaw was very good for the deck yeah um but mostly it's just not doing well enough all right we got to the spider-man three five on reveal move to another location and pull an enemy card from here to there well sounds like a Dr. i did Seuss say line. that by a hair yeah i think he's better than polaris so i will put him right above polaris spider-man 2099 the All five right. nine version right now. The first time this moves to any location, destroy an enemy card there. It should be a D tier card. The old version's a D tier card, I think. Yeah. The new version is worse? Question mark. The new version is better. Really? Okay. Because it's just I've a, not it's just it a five form. nine. Like I tried making. <laughs> All right. Where is he? By the way. Spider Man twenty. Uh, I haven't seen him yet. Maybe they forgot to add him oh, on this he list. Found him. Oh no, we found him. Okay, uh, he's C tier. He the five <laughs> okay. nine actually makes him better. I think he genuinely really? was a D tier card prior, yeah. but he's uh, he's not better than Dazzler. He's better than Giganto, I guess. Better than Mastermo. Better than Debris. Better, worse, sure. Stature five six costs one. If your opponent discarded a card this game, just goes up there with Black Bolt, right? Yeah, where is she? Where where's my girl? This is She's alphabetical and I still wishing can't find that stuff. she was a uh, five seven is where she is. 
I was so confused. When did she want would to be it, here? Would it be so bad? The problem with her being She's at the five there. six is she feels so flat oh, having to pay full price. Whereas before at the five seven, it was like, well, maybe that was still like an okay. But now it's just like you retreat, kind of if that's your play. Ugh. Yeah, she Stag should run. go back to a once to be a five seven. Yeah. Buff one of them. You know who Give should, us one. You know who should also go back to a seven stat line? Stegron. <laughs> oh yeah, that they they uh, they accidentally For did it right. A couple hours. Just a couple, literally a couple of hours chat. Um, four six is his stat line now on reveal. Move an enemy card from here to another location. Um, I think also a teeny bit underplayed a la Juggernaut, but application wise less flexible. Um, yeah. So for that reason, I'd actually put him just above Miles, I guess, in C tier. Interesting. They also synergize. He's I like playable. It. Like, but I don't think he's, I think Rogue has a bit more application than him. And I look at like yeah. Invisible and Kingpin and all that stuff, but I think he's my mildly better than Black Panther, Zola, Brood, that kind of thing. Right. All of these, like if Stegron, Miles, and Kingpin all got extra points, just like raw stats added, they could be playable together, and that'd be fun. I, I agree. And don't then, have you, then you see Polaris, and you're very happy. Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Super Scroll 4-2 ongoing has the ongoing effects of all enemy cards. So um, meta-dependent. Right now he's out. Yeah, he's probably towards the bottom of B tier. I think on yeah, average, a... a bit better than Spider-Man Polaris and stuff like that. Uh, in the really right meta, though, he card. is A tier quality. Yeah, he's that sneaky cube stealer or the mirror match breaker, whatever you, you know, the meta read. If you have the meta read that he's going to be good, he's going to be very good. Yep. Taskmaster, 5-0 on reveal. Set this card's power equal to that of the last card you played. If that card's in play, how the mighty have fallen. This was a right? S tier card before the change of interaction with uh, destroyed cards. Remember that? Right. You can yep. use to be able to scan the graveyard and just be like, "Yeah, I remember you," <laughs> and just keep. Yeah, the it was power. a trippy animation too. Uh, but I think B. It's not C. He's fallen so far. It Some has. people are cutting null for task in deadpool which i think is really interesting yeah there's some merit there but yeah overall b tier but he mostly lives and dies on shuri and there was that blip with blob but now that blob is not you know the i did run into that win. today uh someone did they played a uh, super giant against me they yeah. put blob underneath i'm sorry not blob they put taskmaster and then they played blob on six and the blob nice. hit 32 somehow. And I was oh, like, no, what? they did the Magneto um, infinite. Yeah, they, they hit the perfect. Order. I was like, that's Great. so brutal. And then, you know, just double. It was yeah. cool. You got a little flash of why they nerfed blob. All yeah. right. Now for my favorite card, Hood 1 3. On reveal, yeah. add a demon to your hand. The I hood. love this little sucker. He's just good. Uh, where is he? It's probably got to be B tier. Oh, they, they put them they, alphabetically. They put them up here because of the H. Uh, B tier, yeah, um, probably very high. Upper B tier, I think yeah. better than Maximus on average because of the package he's in is so much better. Or um, do you move him to bottom of A? Because you know it's that Sentry Hood Annihilus that we were talking right. about. But I think is Hood really the B tier and Sentry the A tier and Annihilus the S? I think it. it I think probably yeah. Um, it also depends on how much like bounces in vogue, and right now it's not. So, but if bounce 
picks it up a little bit, then Hood's like right back in there. It's still a very good card. I I would go as I, I think probably top of B. Yeah, he's better than Ronan. Comparatively, the rest of stuff is he better than Misty Knight? <sighs> yeah, probably. Better than Korg. We talked about Misty Knight being like one of the less impactful of the high Evo cards. So. Right. Um, so, and, and Hood feels like the Misty Knight of the Annihilus thing. You think about it. Yeah. So, probably. Yeah. B is fine. All right. Thor, three, four, unreveal shuffle Mjolnir into your deck. Um, so, while we have Jane as A tier. I yeah. don't think Thor follows suit. I think Thor and Beta Ray Bill probably live somewhere together in B tier because it's yeah. really it's really Jane that makes them playable. Oh yeah, for sure. And Lockjaw or Odin or you know yeah, like yeah, that extra yeah. combo is just them being able to like randomly or sorry occasionally find their weapon to get big bigger than their normal stat line would allow. Then that's like eh. But the other synergies are what let the deck have a have a purpose. Yep. Titania, one five. After any card is played here, this card switches sides. One of the highest skill ceiling cards in the game. Yeah. I would um for that reason it's a C tier card. Literally <laughs> for that reason alone, it is pretty it's like yeah. I think next to Mojo above rescue. Right. So um, we hear you out there. If you play if you play Titania and you've put a lot of time on this card, I know you can be successful. But for just like in general, seeing her played, she's not, not that. Great. And this comes from someone that adores, absolutely adores the turn four, or even maybe turn three. Now that with now with Ravona, uh, no. Goblin Titania stuff, Woof. just fill their lane. Oh man, oh I need to revisit that. I haven't tried that. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Celine Red. Goblins. Red. Titania. Turn three. Turn two. Renslayer. Yep. Turn three. Polaris. Group them together. Turn ah. four. Pa 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 pa. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Dig it. Strike. Let's right. avoid uh, Mary. Let's be bad. Another four ten. They have. They made this their favorite stat line. Why did this become? Is this? No, I mean, 2-3 is the most common stat line, but 4-10 is remarkably common. Yeah, but Ongoing she's... or other cards have minus one power. She's C-tier. Yeah, with Luke coming back... It didn't really... Like, I think maybe there's a there's a reason to run her. Uh, I, I, w- I could see a world where you have a Zabu list that runs Typhoid Mary, yep. um, Luke thing. Cage, um, maybe... Uh, oh, Man-Thing, right? And then like, man. maybe like a Omega Red or Miss Marvel, one of those type of cards to kind of like even it out. Okay. okay like sure. just but it's like Absorbing Man Hazmat. Oh, that too. That could be a thing too. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking like, but I was thinking like it's just a, a pure good stuff list that's not focused on doing anything with the Affliction. Just like. Oh. Just trying. No, to, I wanted Affliction. I know. <laughs> and then we got Lizard in there. Yeah. Yeah. You could put Lizard in there too. Yeah. Just like stuff like that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, just fine though, right? C tier, just just fine, yeah. <laughs> also vulnerable to vulnerable, by the way, to Shang, which is our problem. Yeah, though I have now. To be fair, you might win games off of your opponent Shang Chiing, your Typhoid Mary. <laughs> I have lost. I can count on this on a single hand how many times I've lost, but I remember them oh, when yeah. I've Shang Chied Typhoid Mary, and then 
they didn't have Luke Cage. And I just yeah, watched all Luke the numbers go like, right back up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. And then I lose. <laughs> Very funny. Equally funny, back in the day, two-cost Viper push over a Mystique that had copied Typhoid Mary. Here you go, buddy. Yep. Catch the Typhoid. Ultron 6-8 on reveal deploy four one-power drones to each other location. Uh, How the mighty have fallen Around indeed. the Tuma C-tier? Yep. Valkyrie 5-3 on reveal set all cards here to three power. Towards the top of B-tier? Probably like around Maximus Ronin territory? Leader? This is yeah. This is what we were always already thinking about a little bit on like matching up with Shang and Shadow King, and we felt like Valkyrie was a little bit behind, just too expensive. A right. four three Valkyrie will talk. Can't be reduced. Five three though. is. Or five, is or they introduced the sh- uh, the change to sh- uh, the Zabu I just presented this episode. Oh uh, yeah yeah that yeah. Venom, we called him out. Another destroy S tier. 3-3, three, three, yep. on reveal, destroy your other cards here, add their power to this card. When you look at the stat line he's able to put up, it's obscenely ahead of other three-cost cards with the right setup. So Yeah, man. I would say probably... Ju- I don't know, man. I could, I could be convinced either way between Venom and Magic, but then I think Death is not as good as Venom, is the thing. So for that reason, yeah, I think down. probably here... But I, but that is magic better than death is the question. I think it's close. I could see either way, but it's really, see, really uh, close. Death ahead of magic, but yeah. I mean, S tier is always going to be really tight with these cards. Yeah, so. and like to be fair, that's pretty interchangeable. I think at the moment, the only true number one S tier card is Shang Chi. Um, spoiler: If when we do our top ten, is probably Shang Chi number one. Yeah. Oh no, the I content. Mean, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Teddy might come up with something. Okay. We'll, I, I would love we'll to be convinced otherwise. I really would. All right. We got Viper 3 5 on reveal. One of your other cards here switches sides. C tier. So, sorry, guys. Uh, tr- tragically, she had to pay for has, or, sorry, Havoc existing in the game, so she cannot be too cost ever again. I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wasp. Zero one. My secret power is that I get things done. Okay. This is a weird one because yeah. genuinely speaking, I could be convinced of A tier. I really could. I think B tier. I think around the yeah. Colleen Wing, you know, living area. But I would probably put her in B tier. Now, if you wanted to future proof the list for Pixie, it's gonna be A tier, but Oh yeah, I'll include there. But like even just currently, just like Patriot, Bounce, um yep, yep. Lockjaw. Hit monkey, Lockjaw. Like there's High just Evo. Right. Um High Evo not so much anymore. She kind of just kind of got cut from that because she's no longer effectively at no three. Um even though she's an O two, we just still That makes your pretty... A bomb cheaper. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Uh but that those versions are really tight anyway. So they are. BT's BT's fine. That's the tough thing with High Evo is that he makes everything tight because he's a dead weight on a right. small deck. I wish so. we didn't have to run his dumb ass. <laughs> I hate High Evo. It's just like that's that's the point of the deck. I know. All right, three five wave on reveal. All cards cost a maximum of four until the end of next turn. Another beater. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the symmetrical like her, doesn't hurt anyone this, anymore. Exactly. 
when they took away the fact that the cheap cards don't get made more expensive, it's like, ah. We, just to let you know, we only have one less B-tier card in this list so far than C-tier. B-tier is looking yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I thought good. That it was going to be um, a little more top-heavy, but well, I forgot some of these cards. But then, <laughs> but then there's a lot of C-tier in the rest of the list, so it's fine. Wong at 4-2, ongoing or unreveal abilities here happen twice. Okay, hear me out. The Wongo combo. Hear me out. This might be a little weird. I think C-tier? I think He's the, very greedy. The age of Wong being a top-tier type of thing you're doing is kind of falling out of favor. It's telegraphed. It's easy to, to retreat against because you need to snap effectively with him early. Um, yeah. And uh, easy to counter, easy to stop um, with like things like Cosmo and stuff like that. Sure. This, this is the one instance where Cosmo's at three cost, in my opinion, is perfectly fine because Wong is so telegraphed, right? You can right. snipe him. And he's a 4-2 oh, yeah. that you're probably losing priority as well. Um, it just doesn't really do much anymore. Is it fun to play? Is it great when you have Onslaught Citadel or Camaritage as a, as a location? You get to Mystique and do crazy things? Yeah, absolutely. And sure, a bunch of White Tigers can win you the game still, like White Tiger into Odin. But yep. it's still a tier 2.5, tier 3 deck. Yeah, no, I, I agree. There's too much disruption for it. Yellow Jacket, 2 on reveal. Afflict your other cards here with minus one power. Um, D tier? He had the blip and junk where he was like getting really cute by making the Annihilus cards worse, but yeah, he's only decent in the specific version that runs uh, Werewolf. Um, Werewolf, yeah, that's the Werewolf version. There, I mean, you could still make a trick with debris now, but it's like very cute. I think it's too cute. I agree. Yeah. All right, the final card of series three. Too bad we go out with not too much fanfare, but zero, one, three, on reveal. Remove the abilities on the next card you play. I think it's like a B tier yeah, card. It is a B tier card. It's like in the middle, probably. Just put upper, him next to Red Skull. Upper middle? You think a lower? Yeah, just he's with Red Skull. Sure. Sure. We'll pair him up. Yeah. And uh I'm actually feels like we got through that faster than I expected. Though here even With though the I, longest episode of all time. I look at the clock and it's been two hours, almost three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Brad just blinked. He's like, I made a tier list. <laughs> I was having so much fun. I, I forgot what we were doing, how long it took. I thought I, I was ready to look at the clock and be like, it's only been like just at two hours. Nope. It's been oh, about man. three. Well, we did it. <laughs> We did it. Thank you guys for sticking with us. We are going to be following through for series four and five combined next week. And then we will be doing our list greatest of all time, looking at the S tiers um, all together. There might be an episode where we have to take a break for some news and space things out a little bit, but they'll be clearly labeled so you can follow through on our tier lists. Yeah. Cause depending on when the, uh, the new video revealing all the new cards for March and stuff like that kind of falls. Um, Because what today's the 22nd being Friday, since this is after midnight for us Um, a week from today is the 30th. I know there's it's we're in February. Sorry. So 28. uh, So we'll be on the second next Friday already. 
So next yeah. week we're probably getting the news of like the cards. So hopefully there's not too much that changes um, with the data mines. So it makes it easier for us to be able to fit both. Hey, March cards coming out and the, the next portion of the tier list. But yeah, we, yep. it's possible next week is a hiatus from the tier list and then we'll pick it up the week after, but we will be sure to communicate with that, uh, that with you in the next episode. Yeah. We love you guys. We love seeing your comments, <clears throat> the feedback on the tier list. And, and of course, a couple things. First off, if you want to support the show, you're more than welcome to. You can go to patreon.com slash can't stop snapping. It allows you to see every episode early and you even could see it live like we have a couple in the audience today. Isn't that great? Well, they're probably gone now because it's 3 a.m. almost. But on top of which, if you want to check out these videos and things like that and the episodes of the podcast, not on Spotify, not on Google uh, Podcasts, not on Apple Podcasts, we finally have returned to YouTube via our own YouTube channel. Can't stop snapping. And the first episode is up. It's episode 90 from last week where we started the tier list. It's there. It's for your viewing pleasure. And we'll have this one up as well. Isn't that great, Teddy? We don't have to do the split thing anymore that we gave up on like four months ago when we were going back yeah, between our Yeah, the split our thing wasn't quite coming through for us. We <clears throat> might get some of the videos to live over on my channel if we want to get some exposure over there as well, but we're working that out. Yeah, I can always send them over. Uh, I just, I, I I hate hurting my YouTube friends um, like Teddy, where you just say, yeah, drop a three-hour just random video on your channel that typically is consumed at 15-minute increments and then watch right. your uh, viewer retention tank. And then yeah. I end up setting you up for failure later on because of the kindness of Teddy's heart. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But you're more than welcome to if you want to take one for the team, Teddy. <laughs> uh, but overall, yeah. again, those are the ways you can support us. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Bradsford, all that good stuff. You could join Teddy's Discord. All that stuff is going to be in the description. And like Teddy said, we love you, uh, but it's late. We should go to bed. So we will see you next week. And we'll hopefully continue with the tier list. Uh, but if not, it'll be the week after. Bye-bye. Remember, guys, don't stop snapping. Can't Stop Snapping is a podcast hosted and produced by Brad Sefer and Teddy Ninja, originally created by Michael Thurman.